It's time for Athens Bulldog Playoff Football on WATH. Division 3 Region 11 Football Playoff Action on the radio is brought to you by State Farm Insurance Agent Shauna Stump, Alter Health Systems, Donato's, Atomic Credit Union, Rocky Outdoor Gear, Rio Grande, Meg Center, Wendy's, Integrated Services, Stop and Cop, and Lockard Insurance. Now, with all the action, here is the voice of the Bulldogs, Cedric Ranger and Matt Frazee. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh Uh-huh. And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. Cedric Granger was state final runner-up last year. Nineteen seniors on the team, so kind of two teams. I don't want to say going in opposite directions because I don't think Bloom Carroll is going anywhere anytime soon. But kind of two teams in in different positions, you know, in the program building block. Uh, you know, stacking order at the moment here. Bloom Carroll's at the top of, of, of the pile at the moment. Uh, Athens is kind of, you know, went from that two and eight, and now we're at the six and four mark, and, and next year we're, we're kind of building and building and building, trying to get back to where this Bloom Carroll team is, where uh, you can kind of try to make these runs for a couple years in a row where you, you can get into the playoffs, not only get into the playoffs, but, but uh, make a little bit of noise once you get there. And, you know, this is the next step in that process to, to, have that winning season, get in and here, qualify, and, and, you know, compete in these kind of games and see what it's all about. These kids are young. They need a taste of, of what this atmosphere is like, what this kind of competition is like, if they're going to make that next step moving forward. Yeah, each of these teams earning their opportunity to play in the playoffs for Bloom Carroll. They're 8-2 and two on this season. They really challenged themselves with the non-conference slate. Harvest Prep, Bishop Hartley, Jonathan Alder, three teams that each won at least seven games. That is a brutal non-conference, not to mention the Mid-State Buckeye League had their fair share of tough tests, including Logan Elm and Hamilton Township, two teams that Bloom Carroll split the Mid-State Buckeye League title with. They all finished 6-1 and one in conference play. The lone loss for Bloom Carroll in conference play was to Hamilton Township on the road and their coach, Coach McKinney, just said that was a really bad game. That was one where they learned from it and sometimes it's good to take a late season loss to learn. You talked to me about this a few weeks ago. We were discussing the NFL, how it's not necessarily a good thing to go 17-0, 16-1 per se. Sometimes it's nice to have that late season loss. Yeah, again, you know, especially when you're a team with this kind of talent, this kind of size and a team with, you know, the experience they have, uh, you know they're qualified. They're qualified still fairly high in the ranking, so uh, they're 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 going to, you know, not have to have bad travel situations. Uh, it, it's not a, a end of the world kind of situation for them. So that being said, you know, dropping one of those late season games, especially in that manner, it wasn't like they got blown out or anything like that. It was I think it was thirty six thirty five or something similar to that, and. Uh, you know, sometimes that's uh, like a refocusing. Uh, it's it's what it takes to kind of get that team to 
dial back in, settle back in, and, and kind of grind uh, when they maybe wouldn't have grinded, you know, maybe wouldn't have uh, focused quite as hard or, or paid quite as much attention to detail as, as they would with that loss. And I think uh, I think if you're a Bloom Carroll fan, looking back on it later in the season, if, if they're able to, to you know, progress late into the season like they have in, year, in these last past few years, you may look back at that as a good thing. And then on the other side, the Athens Bulldogs tripled their win total this season. They went from two wins last year to six wins this year. And, of course, the three games that matter more than any other games to the Athens Bulldog faithful, Alexander, Logan, Nelsonville, York, the green and gold, they passed all three of those tests dominating against Alexander, winning 30-21 to 21 in storybook-like fashion against the Logan Chieftains. And then last week, a defensive battle, 19-13, a slobber knocker against the Nelsonville York Buckeyes in the rain. A great win for the Bulldogs last week. They certainly earned this opportunity here to show what they got against the Bulldogs. Oh, they sure did. And, you know, early in the season, you know, we kept saying, you know, Gallia Academy is a really good football team, so that loss not such not 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 a real big, you know, not to be unexpected, I guess. Um, kind of would like to have the the Marietta game back. I, I think you know, if, if you play that game multiple times, you probably win that game more often than you lose it at this point. Uh, so, you know, no mulligans in football, obviously, but you, you kind of wish you had that one back. Uh, Again, Vinton County was another game. You you led in the fourth quarter, uh, and and just didn't didn't come up with what it, what it took to win the game. Uh, you had you had a competitive game with Philo late into the fourth quarter before they pulled away. So six and four, but I think you know, really only one team was definitively a better football team um, on the ten game slate. So. Uh, again, a lot of progress from from a year ago, and you know, a two and eight season a year ago where we came away going, you know, two and eight we probably should have won five, maybe six, and and then this year you won six and you're going, you probably should have won seven, maybe eight, and you know, so you, you're you're getting there, you know, so you know maybe next year's the year that they they flip the switch and uh, you know played a ton of sophomores last year, playing a lot of sophomores and juniors again this year and. Um, you know, there's, they're just going to continue to get a little bit better and a little bit better as time goes on. And the classes behind them are, are good, and these kids are, are are finally starting to believe that they're a pretty good football team. And um, these last few weeks, they've, they've started to show um, that that they believe and they've played a lot better football because they, they have a little bit of confidence in themselves finally. Here we go. We got Athens and Bloom Carroll kickoff 24 minutes away. But before we get into the action, we've got coach interviews from both sides. You'll get to hear from Jeremy McKinney of Bloom Carroll, and you'll also get to hear from Nathan White of Athens. Their impressions of this matchup coming up in 25 minutes. You're listening to Bulldog Football on 970 WATH. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me. Did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh-huh. 
And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Cedric Granger with 970 WATH, and I'm joined by Athens head coach Nathan White. And here we are, coach, playoff football coming up. But before we jump into that, let's talk a little bit about Week 10, that big win over Nelsonville, York. The first thing I noticed when I stepped into the locker room today, that Doc Croner trophy in all its glory looks fantastic right as you enter the locker room. Uh, just tell me, what does it mean to your team to get a win like that over Nelsonville, York? Uh, it's huge. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's without a doubt our biggest rivalry game, and, and you try to treat it like any other week, and I thought our kids did a really good job of doing that. But, you know, once you pull it off and get a win, it's not any other week anymore. You know, Friday night after the game was felt a little bit different. Um, it was great to see our kids enjoy that moment and you know they've worked so hard and took so many lumps over the last few years that that you know seeing all the work start to pay off is is really great as a coach yeah what do you think it meant for the kids to get to see all of their friends uh from school and from their classes storm the field after the game and get to celebrate with them all collectively oh man it's a special moment you know those kids will, will not forget that and and you know you a lot of times as a football player and coach, you feel like it's you know kind of us against the world. We're in this. Nobody else gets it. And then you get a moment where you get a big win and your entire school jumps on your back and, and enjoys it with you. It was, it was a really, really fun scene, special moment for the kids and for the coaches. I had a blast. Yeah, it's going to go down as one of my favorite memories of getting to call Athens Athletics alongside the basketball against Alexander, where the students once again storm yeah. the field, or storm the court in that case. And it kind of shows that seems to be the commonality whenever there's a massive win. Yeah. The whole Athens community is there right behind them, and you can feel yeah. the whole plane singing when uh, the guys make plays like that. Uh, so now kind of going into the details of that game, Athens and why, what were some of your takeaways uh, from the way that your team performed? Yeah, you know, defensively we were outstanding. We were we were really physical. You know, got in the backfield and made the made it a difficult night for their quarterback, who's an outstanding player. You know, we know, knew we had to get him get to him and put some pressure on him. Um, you know, I, I can't say enough about how our defense played from the D line all the way to the back end. They they were outstanding. Made some huge stops and some huge plays. And you know, offensively we we felt like we kind of had an advantage in the box. Um, and we ran the football a lot. I think we completed four passes Friday night, and, and Alex ended up with 39 carries for over 200 yards, and I think Braden had 15 carries for over 100. So we kind of went in with the plan to, to pound the ball, and um, we had success, so we just kept doing it. You know, our kids up front, um, I would I would guess that most of the people other than their parents in the stands don't even know their names, but that's kind of the way those guys like it. You know, working anonymity, they did a great job, our offensive line guys, Friday night. and you know, kind of dominating the line of scrimmage. Yeah, I mean, it started from the first play with uh, David Sharp's big hit against Makai Williams, tackle for loss right out of the gate. I just re-listened to that actually on my way here, and it was just awesome to see that moment. It set a tone. And then, like you said, a couple weeks ago when Alex Pierre had a big game against the Alexander Spartans, you talked about how for your own line you said that if they see their running back's name in the paper and their name heard on the radio, that means their name is also on the radio and on the paper. And it seems like that mentality has lasted all throughout the season, and it 
was just a dominant performance on the ground, over 300 yards rushing. You were right, 200 yards from Piro, 100 yards from Young. It's just a really great yeah. performance. Um, do you think you guys are going to come up with a similar game plan going into this game against Bloom Carroll now, focusing on this playoff matchup? Well, you know, you going into it every week, you kind of have a plan to do both. We, we've, we've got some passing stuff in. We've got our, our typical running game stuff in, and you kind of have to wait. Um, and get there because a lot of times you know you think you're going to have some success doing something if you don't you better have a backup plan so we kind of go into every week um, with that in our heads you know we we obviously run the football more than we throw it so that's going to be what we go in and and do but um, you know you you also have to have some stuff in the passing game that you like and if they commit too many guys to the box you got to be able to throw it so um, really not much changes week to week on that you've got to have a plan to be able to do both depending on what you get from the defense. And speaking of whether things change or not, for a lot of your players, this is their first playoff game, at least at the high school varsity level that they're getting to participate in. And from your experience with playoff games throughout the years that you've had coaching or whether that has come as you playing, do you feel that there's any differences at all or is it just essentially like a week 11? Um, it, it does feel a little bit different. You're generally playing in a place you haven't played before against a team you haven't played, um, which is really fun and new. You know, we get to go up to, to Bloom Carroll it's a beautiful stadium. Um, it's it, it feels different than going to you know a typical league game that most of the players and coaches have been to many times. So yeah, it feels different, um, fun. You know that not everybody in the state is still playing, and we get to keep playing, which is a great feeling. But when it comes down to it, at three o'clock every day, it's the same. You know, from three to five, we got to go practice and get our work done. And, and you know, we've approached Bloom Carroll the same way we've appro- approached the other ten weeks. We gotta we gotta put the work in, and our kids. Again, you know, there's a little bit of a, a giddiness, excitedness to, to be in week 11. But at 3 o'clock today, it was all gone, and we went to work. And, again, these kids are, are impressing me with, with their commitment to that daily grind. Yeah, and that's why we've gotten to see this season just continue to build up. One, Even at 1-4, and four, you guys continue to trust, continue to keep building at that same mentality after each rivalry win against Alexander, against Logan, and then, of course, the Wellston wins and the River Valley wins, each big wins, and then, of course, the Nelsonville-York win at the end. We've seen that consistency and that steadiness from your team, which has really impressed me that they've gone back to work every single time with that strong mentality. Um, is that also led by uh, like the seniors, juniors, sophomores, just like a collective unit type thing? Yeah, it's a, you know, I, I really am a believer that you, you have to have more leaders than just your seniors. You know, if only your seniors are leaders, then, then somewhere down the line that's going to catch up with you. And I think we have a, a great balance of leaders from freshman through senior. Of course, you know, our seniors have been through some hard times and, and now are finally getting a taste of that. And, and they've been great leaders for us through good and bad. Um, but we have leaders in every class. And, and you know, the biggest thing that, that I think we have that, that is the reason for that daily commitment and, and grind is that we have a bunch of kids that just love this program and love playing together. And when you finally get that and build that, it's it makes coaching so much easier. You just go coach scheme. The rest of it takes care of itself. You know, the, the effort and, and holding guys accountable, you know, the players have taken that on themselves, and, and the coaches can now just go coach. So, you know, we have leaders from 9 through 12, which is something we've really worked for, and, and we're finally getting a, a taste of success, I think, due in big part to that. 
Yeah, it's been impressive all throughout the season to just get to see this team grow and get to see how special this team truly is. And I can tell you're really building something with this program. I'm excited to see where they're at this next year and then also just to see how far they can go this year. Um, my last question for you, though, Coach, um, if you had, like, goals before the season, I know that you wanted to win as many games as possible, be as close as possible. It was one of your goals to, of course, get to the playoffs. Um, but just what does it mean to really achieve that? That's great. You know, we, we don't talk a lot about goals. You know me, it's a daily grind type of thing. Let's get better today. But, you know, the, the two goals that you have every year to make the playoffs and to win your league. And, you know, we're one for two this year. We got close uh, winning the TBC. Um, that's a goal that we're still going to have to chase in the future. But, yeah, to, to end up six and four and win five in a row and, and get in week 11 and earn another week together, um, it's a it's a really really good feeling, and you know we've we've spent some time talking this week about, you know yes we are really really happy to be in week eleven, but let's make sure we're not just happy to be here. You know let's let's go play as hard as we can and as well as we can Friday night and see what happens. Well, coach, I appreciate your time. Best of luck in this Bulldogs versus Bulldogs battle. Thank you very much, Cedric. These past few years, we've experienced profound changes in the way that we work, socialize, learn, and engage with our families and communities. At Integrated Services for Behavioral Health, we've embraced these new normals. From telehealth to home-based support to remote work, we respond to the ever-changing needs of our communities. To learn more about our home or community-based support, counseling, peer recovery, youth development, or to join our team, visit isbh.org. Integrated Services for Behavioral Health. Healthy people, strong communities. All right, Cedric Granger with 970 WATH, and I'm joined by Bloom Carroll head coach Jeremy McKinney. And, Coach, last year your team made it all the way to the state championship. That was an impressive playoff run. Um, was losing in the state championship, was that something that really fueled a lot of your guys going into this season? Uh, sure. I think anytime you end a season on a loss, that, that gives you something to, to work towards and build, build in the offseason. And um, and especially that loss, that that. that that stings a lot. So that that's certainly motivation to um, get back in the weight room. Uh, we finished in December, came back on January 3rd, and, and got back after it. Yeah, now you've been able to stack up nine months of straight work, and you guys have seen it pay off on the field, an 8-2 and two regular season record, a share of the Mid-State Buckeye League. And one thing that really stood out about your schedule is the way that you guys challenged yourself. You played Harvest Prep, which is always one of the best teams in the state of Ohio, not to mention Bishop Hartley. That's a place that I'm really familiar with because I graduated from St. Charles in Columbus, so we played our fair share of Bishop Hartley, DeSales, and Watterson, those matchups. Um, what is the benefit to really scheduling with so many challenges in mind? Um, I, I think for us, it's, a, it's an opportunity to kind of, especially early on like that, it gives you a gauge of, of where you are in terms of where you would like to be at the end of the season. Um, so, so, so obviously, Harvest Prep, uh, I think the 8-1, Hartley's 8-2. and two. Um, Jonathan Alder, I think, is also 8-2, eight and two, I believe. So uh, the, the, the plan there was was to come out of the gate swinging and um, – and give us a, a, a shot uh, also uh, computer point wise uh, region 11 is a heck of a heck of a region this is only our second year up in, D- in division three um so so computer points if, if you would like to finish in the top four to have the chance to to host a couple games uh, you really got to make sure that um you schedule uh wisely to, to give yourself that opportunity yeah that's certainly the truth about this being a really tough region um our guys 
for our local radio called the uh, Football Friday Night Show and Football Friday Kickoff. They call this the uh, Deaf Division just because of how many tough matchups there were as we were trying to figure out who was going to play who. There's no easy matchups at all in Division Three, Region 11. And then even when you get beyond the region, all of Division Three is about as brutal as it gets. And now rolling into this season, 8-2 regular season, there were some ups, there were some downs. Uh, we saw the loss to Hamilton Township with the win against Logan Elm. What are some of your just general takeaways throughout this regular season um, about your team, and what are some of the strengths and what are some of the weaknesses in your opinion? Um, uh, general takeaway is that Hamilton Township loss hurt an awful lot. Um, that that uh, we, we we had a rough night that night. Uh, Hamilton Township's a heck of a football team. They did they do some stuff offensively that uh, put us in a bind. And and when we lost, that we shot ourselves in the foot a lot early in the first half. I think we had ninety yards of offensive penalties, which is very uncharacteristic. Um, so uh, and we had a we had a last second attempt at a field goal, and we happened to miss it. That would have sent it to overtime. Um, that that one stings the most. But in terms of what uh, the season has taught us, is that um, we we have some pretty good football players our expectations are pretty high um so our, our seniors uh have been in, in some big games i mean their freshman year we were was a final four year sophomore year final four year and as juniors they were state runners up so uh for us it kind of fuels the fire uh losing losing week eight um not something we obviously expected to do so so it gave us an opportunity to kind of regroup refocus and, and get ready to come into the playoffs here Strengths for our team, I, I think um, we have some pretty good football players. Our, our left tackle uh, was all Ohio last year, Jaden Ball. Uh, he's he's going to go play football at Purdue. He's going to graduate here in December. Uh, our, our running back is committed to go to Army. Um, and, and our safety has, has a couple Division One offers, too. So we have uh, some pretty good football players. So uh, athletically, I think we're, we're fairly talented. Uh, the, the biggest question coming into this year was uh, our front seven on defense because we, we graduated six of the seven. And, and last year, actually, we ended up, as the season went on, playing uh, six offensive linemen. We didn't have a tight end, uh, and, and five of those guys graduated. So offensive line was something we had to address. And then who, who and what were we going to do uh, defensively in, in the front end of it? Perfect. It seems like your team has done a good job of responding to that throughout the season. Who are some of the guys that have really stepped up in that front seven to solidify that part of the defense? Uh, Tristan Bridge uh, was, is, was a linebacker for us last year and he, he's the only returning starter he's, he's leading tackler on the team he has 101 tackles right now um defensive line wise we had uh, one of our basketball guys come out he hadn't played football since middle school his name's uh, park truex uh, he's, he's been a very pleasant surprise he, he leads our team in tackles for loss with 12 um and then uh, on the back end our, our strength is is probably broden bishop our, our secondary in general that, that's what we returned um and then broden bishop number 21 it's pretty strong force back there. Nice. It's really exciting to get to just hear. I've seen some of these players. I've looked through your roster up and down and get to see where guys are at and where the guys are positionally and then try to watch some film if I can as well, too. Uh, of course, two players that really stood out when I talked with other broadcasters who've gotten to cover some of your games throughout the season, Coach. Uh, Anthony Thanthanavong, of course, at quarterback. Uh, what makes him a really great quarterback in your eyes? Uh, he... he- He's incredibly consistent. Um, he, he was a starting quarterback last year as a sophomore. So uh, last year we were able to run the ball an awful lot. I think, uh, this year we knew we were going to have to be uh, – our strength was going to be in our skill position. So we wanted to uh, not only run but, but pass. And uh, he, he's done an amazing job for us this year. I think he has 
18 touchdowns to, to one interception. Uh, it, it, he's, he's the leader of our offense. I don't think anyone would question that. He's very calm in the pocket. He stays pretty poised. And, and uh, more often than not, he's making good decisions with the football. He's not, he's not in the, the, um, the kind of mindset of like a Brett Favre gunslinger where he's just throwing it out there and hoping for the best. He's, he's very smart with the football. Yeah, it takes a great level of leadership. If I think back to when I was a sophomore playing football, I was just happy to get a chance to get on the field at any point uh, whenever the varsity game would end. And it just takes a really a lot of mental strength to be that leader of a team already as a sophomore. And what steps have you seen Anthony grow um, as a sophomore now into his junior year as a leader of this team? Um, this offseason, he's, he, uh, he really kind of took charge of the team. Um, uh well, actually, so uh, last year we had uh, a kind of a three, three-headed three uh, monster running back, and, and one of those guys is down there playing uh, for, the, for the Bobcats now, Andrew Marshall, um, as linebacker. But uh, what, what he's done for us is, is he's, a very, again, he's very calm and collected, so he, he doesn't get rattled, um, and, and those guys kind of lean, lean on him uh, when the going gets tough to, to make the right decisions. And as a starter at this point, I, I believe – uh, I think he's 22-4 and four as a starter in the last two years. Yeah, that is an impressive record through two years, and to get to have him back as well, too, is going to be huge going into next season. Um, another guy that you talked about, you said you're running back committed to Army. Is that uh, Dylan Armantrout who is? Yeah, yep, Dylan Armantrout. Yeah, good for him for that as well. Um, what makes him uh, make such a huge impact on the field as a running back? Uh, his, his vision. Uh, Dylan is, is uh, explosive. He's probably... Uh, more twitchy than he is fast. I mean, he's pretty fast. He's he's a, he's a four or five, like a legitimate four or five kid. Um, but he's very twitchy and he has pretty good vision. So he can he can make people miss in in the hole and then accelerate back out of it. So that that gives us uh, an opportunity for some explosive runs just based on his ability alone. Yep, that is huge already getting to have the passing game down, the running game down, a nice little balanced attack. And that's what's really been impressive about your team. I always hear a lot of good things about your squad just being so great, just balance-wise, having the talent, but also doing well at the execution, too. And that's going to be pretty awesome to see when we go into the playoff time. And one thing I also want to ask you, I talked about this with Athens' head coach, uh, but is there any differences you see between playoff football and regular season football um, in terms of preparation and in terms of how the game flow is? Uh, in, in terms of how we prepare, no. I think that's something we pride ourselves on uh, uh, every week, regardless of uh, whether it was the state championship game last year or if we were coming into a game like last week where we're, we're playing a team coming in one and eight. But how we prepare is, is always the same. I think that's very important in high school football. Um, it, it is that routine and, and then that preparation is the same. So that way you don't have your team fall into those ebbs and flows that are going to happen in the season so for us like monday is monday tuesday is tuesday like they, it looks the same wednesday like we're doing the same stuff we did or today at practice that we did throughout the preseason on wednesday and all through this season in terms of the games themselves though of course uh, everything's ratcheted up you know, uh, everyone knows what's at stake um everyone is, is um playing for the same prize there at the end and, and you know you're gonna get everyone's best shot Gotcha. And then, Coach, my last question for you is, what do you want to see out of your team the most in this matchup against Athens in the first round of the playoffs? Uh, I would like us to, to fundamentally execute uh, the way we're capable of. Uh, for, for us, uh, I, I think it'd be, it's very important um, that 
defensively were flying to the football and making tackles, uh, and offensively they, they were able to to execute at the point of attack. So if we're trying to run the ball, we're running well. If we're trying to throw, we're making sure we're making catches and, and trying to get some yards after the catch. There it is. A bulldog on bulldog battle for the first round of the playoffs. I'm excited to get to see your team match up against the Athens Bulldogs. Coach McKinney, I appreciate your time. Thank you. Oh, thank you guys very much. Are you looking to earn a degree or finish the degree you started? Look no farther than the Rio Grande Med Center. Offering degrees and certificate programs in healthcare, business, education, social work, and industry. With so much to choose from, we are sure to have the perfect career for you. Interested in College Credit Plus classes? We can help with that too. To see how you can earn your degree or certificate right here close to home, call the Rio Grande Meg Center, 992-1880. Think affordable, think grand. The Rio Grande Meg Center. Oh no, I forgot my wallet at home. That's okay. I can cover you. With Atomic Credit Union, I have digital wallet, so my cards are stored right on my phone. Really? So you never have to worry about leaving your card at home? Nope. As long as I have my phone, I can pay anywhere that accepts Apple Pay or Google Wallet. Make the switch to Atomic Credit Union for an easy, seamless banking experience wherever you go. Federally insured by NCUA. Fantastic matchup. First round of the playoffs between Athens and Blue Carroll. Cedric Ranger, who's the Bulldogs here with you alongside Matt Frazee. And these last two weeks, they've been absolute gifts being able to see on my last game at Joe Burrow Stadium. The Bulldogs put together a fantastic performance against Nelsonville, York. Now, today, on my 22nd birthday, uh -huh. yesterday, my 22nd birthday, I get to see this battle between. This pair of Bulldogs, we got Athens and Bloom Carroll, two teams that haven't met in a while. The last time that they faced off, 2008-2009, it was a home-and-home -home series. Do you remember those games? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was uh, actually the, the start of you know, Athens switching over into, into that TVC run or you know, shortly thereafter and uh, finding some new opponents to play, and uh, Bloom Carroll was one of, one of those uh, first opponents filling in portions of that schedule and uh, came up here that first year in 2008 and, and lost to a pretty decent Bloom Carroll team that year and uh, they graduated uh, quite a few players came back to, to visit Athens in 2009 a pretty good Bulldog team in 2009 and uh, you know Athens got the better of, of the deal that year I believe 41-14 or something similar to that and uh, you know, kind of payback so one and one uh, stands the overall series between the two teams at this point. Yep, so here it is, yep, as Matt said, 41 to 14 win for Athens in 2009 and 2008. 27 to 13 win for Bloom Carroll. So pretty good memory there. This is a 12 seed versus a 5 seed matchup. So for the Athens Bulldogs, they're a 12 seed going on the road against the 5 seed. This is an upset we've seen happen. We'll never forget the Ohio Bobcats. 12 seed in March Madness with Jason Preston pulled off a 5 seed upset over the number 5 seed Virginia Cavaliers. So they're hoping for that direction here today. 46 seconds away from kickoff. And here we go. Matt, here's the question for you. What does Athens need to do to pull off the upset? Yeah, it, it, let, let's be honest. It's, it's a tough uphill sled for them tonight. Uh, they have to play mistake-free. Uh, 
disciplined football here tonight to, to have a chance, and they're going to have to create some turnovers. Um, if, the, if the game's played straight up, Bloom Carroll's the, the bigger, stronger, more experienced team, uh, probably slightly more talented, and they, and they win the football game. I don't want to say you have to get lucky, but you have, you have to play a nearly flawless football game to, to beat this team. Um, they are fifth in the region, uh, but they are not the fifth best team in this region, I can tell you that. Uh, so you, you have to, uh, again, just be, be very disciplined. Uh, you cannot make mistakes. You, you cannot turn the ball over, and you're going to have to to create a turnover or two um, and, and have the ball belt your way a time or two uh, to pull out, come out of here with a win tonight. Athens is ready to receive the kickoff. Gold helmets, white jerseys, gold numbers, white pants. Here tonight, as for Bloom Carroll, white helmets, gray jerseys, gray pants, purple numbers, and gold outlines through those purple numbers. We're getting ready for playoff football on Halloween weekend under a full moon. Here it comes, the kicker today, Trayton McKee with the kickoff, and we are underway. Leo Martin back to return. He receives that kick at the goal line. Now he's crossing the 10, working up forward, and he is swung to the ground at the 10-yard line. Tackle made by Nathaniel Portal, and the Bulldogs will start off possession on the negative end. This is an area where special teams is usually a strip, but that kick was impressive. Got all the way back to the goal line. Yeah, uh, he, gets, he gets to return out to about the 15, and in hindsight, he probably should have just walked away from it, let it bounce into the end zone, and... Uh, taking the ball, you know, out of the 20. Um, however, you know, that's, it's one of those things. He's used to returning the ball, to, you know, from the five and, and beyond. And uh, this just uh, something that they probably didn't discuss much this week in practice, realistically. First down and 10 at the 15-yard line for the Bulldogs. Braden Young leads the offense. It's an option to the left side. It's to Alex Piro on the pitch. Piro puts his foot in the ground across the 15, working his way to the 20, and he's tackled by a whole gang of Carroll Bulldogs led by number 70, Tristan Ruckman. But a nice gain for Alex Piro. Five yards to set up a second down and five at the 20-yard line of Bull Carroll. Or of Athens, rather. Yeah, good run by Piro there, as you said. Uh, pitch came in a little quick. I'd like to see him hold on to that just a uh, half a second longer before he gets that ball out there. But said Piero sticks that left foot in the ground, cuts up field, works hard for those five yards. Second down and five for the Bulldogs at their own 20-yard line. Young back to pass for the first time. It's a hitch route to the left side to Tatum Bykowski. Makes the catch at the 27-yard line. Goes out of bounds, and that's a first down for the green and gold. A nice play. One pass, one completion for Braden Young, and one catch for Bykowski. Yeah, picks up nearly 10. Going to be just shorter. Well, we're going to put him right at the 30-yard line. So, gain of about 10 on that play for the Dogs. 11 minutes, 16 seconds left to go. First quarter, no score between Athens and a Bloom Carroll. Braden Young with two receivers to the right on first down and 10. Hands it off up the middle to Alex Piro. Piro. He gains a couple of yards before getting stuck, running along that left hash. His tackle made by number 11, David Mullen of Blue Carroll, a very strong bulldog defense that's coming off of a shutout. They have not given up a point since October 13th. Yeah, it gets three right up the middle, though, and as you said, Hard defense, tough defense right up the middle for this uh, Bloom Carroll set of Bulldogs. But uh, Athens, not not looking intimidated at all. They, they're testing their waters right now uh, up the middle, around the edges. They're, they're looking a little, a little bit, trying to find a soft spot. Young back to pass on second down and seven. Finds Leo Martin across the middle on a slant route. And that's another first down up to the 44-yard line. A gain of 11 and a first down for Athens. Yeah, uh, and again, you know, Athens uh, mixing it up really well here early on. I kind of like the 
the, the mix and the, the run, the passes, inside runs, outside runs, uh, inside passes, outside passes. We, we've seen four plays and four different varieties of plays so far. They're going to have to have to keep those options available all night long. First down and 10 for the green and gold. Braden Young lined up in the shotgun with two receivers to the left, two to the right. Bulldogs on their own 44-yard line. Young takes the snap. Hands it off to the left side. No, he pulls it himself on the read option. And he'll get right back to the line of scrimmage before being tackled to the ground. Some good pursuit by Park Truex on the tackle. And this sets up a second down and nine for the Bulldogs on their own 45-yard line. Yeah, actually, it was, uh, you know, you're, you're going to think, uh, listening, that you're pulling that down and taking a yard a yard gain there is probably a wrong decision. But uh, if he handed that thing off to Piro, he was going to lose about three. Uh, it was a great decision. It was only a yard gain. But... Uh, it, was, it was a correct decision. Second down and nine for the Bulldogs on their own 45-yard line. Young rolling out to his right. Delivered oh the pass. Nearly intercepted. It was knocked down by the defensive back. Carter Cornelius flung in there to knock away that pass that was intended for Leo Martin. Yeah, it's uh, really fortunate for the Athens Bulldogs that uh, that ball was not intercepted because there was nothing but uh, hash, hash marks and numbers in front of him. And, uh, he was he was going to be dancing in the bulldog end of the end zone uh, uh, had he caught that ball. Third down and nine for the Bulldogs. They're on their own 45-yard line. No score. Nine minutes, 35 left to go in the first quarter. Sutton goes in motion to the left side of the formation. It's a play, act, a play action. Oh. It's intercepted by Dylan Armantrout. And he's trying to get him blocked and he's breaking down. And he's at the 46-yard line of Athens. Early turnover as Dylan Armantrout read the pass well from Braden Young as he got the hit as he threw. And that led to the air attack. Uh, he did. And I think there was a little bit of miscommunication. He's trying to hit. Uh, Sutton on a seam route who was who was open. Uh, but Sutton's running running a go, and uh, it looked like uh, he's running. He's throwing more of a stop, you know, stop or comeback pattern uh, on the throw, and you know, he, just a miscommunication on route there, I believe, and uh, intercepted, and it's going to set Bloom Carroll up on the Athens side of the, of the field here to start their things off. So some plus territory for Ethan Thanthanavong. Thanthanavong hands it off to Armantrout to the left side, and he's got some room to the left side across the 45. Flag on the play. On the play across the 35 and taken down all the way at the 30. As it stands right now, a 17-yard gain, but this might be going back. It's going to be a hold against Bloom Carroll's Bulldogs, and that will negate a good run by Armantrout. Battle of both Bulldogs here in Bloom Carroll. Yeah, it's going to be difficult to, to decipher that tonight. So uh, Even look at the scoreboard. Instead of saying Bulldogs and Athens, they're saying Bulldogs and Bulldogs. They have to say Bulldogs and Athens. Right. But it is a penalty against Bloom Carroll, so that's going to push them back, nullifying what was a 17-yard gain for Dylan Armantrout, the star running back for Bloom Carroll. He's committed to play at Army next year. I can see why. Uh, he, he turned that corner uh, with uh, some authority, and he uh, has a motor. That, that was quick. He, he's got some significant speed. Three receivers to the right, one to the left on first down and 11. How common. Armantrout takes a snap. Thanthanavong gets it to Armantrout. Armantrout got some speed, accelerates through the heart of the defense across the 35 and taken down at the 30-yard line, a gain of 18. He gained 17 the last time. You know what's funny, Matt? The penalty that happened, he got to the exact same spot exactly, that he got tackled yeah. anyway. I tell you what, you know, Athens gambling a little bit on defense. They're, they're kind of, they're run blitzing. They're shooting the gap, trying to catch him uh, before he can get moving. And you, you can see why. I mean, this kid can fly, Cedric. 
He's got some great acceleration. It's a tight bunch formation. First down and 10 at the Athens 30-yard line for Blue Carroll. Santana Baum sends his tight end in motion to the right side of the formation. Takes the snap, hands it off to his other running back over to the right side. That is Broden Bishop, one of the other guys that you'll have to watch for in the backfield. He gets all the way to the 25-yard line. Came about five, and it sets up a second down and five for Bloom Carroll. They're nearing the red zone at the Athens 25. No score, eight minutes, 30 seconds to go in the first quarter. I want to make it sound like that young man's not a good player, but he's a much more common-looking running back in, in comparison. Yeah, Broden Bishop, one of the returning defensive backs, but also playing a little bit of offense as well. Two running backs stacked to the left of the quarterback. Interesting formation. Second down and five at the Athens 25 for Santana Bong. Takes a snap, hands it off to Armin Trout up the middle, and he is wrestled to the ground. Good tackle in the middle by Seth Hart, the middle linebacker. And that's going to set up a third down and three. Good work by the Bulldogs that time. Yeah, but uh, I think Bloom Carroll in four down territory at this point uh, inside the Bull Athens Bulldog 25-yard line now at the 23. Third down and three for the purple and gold of Bloom Carroll. Two backs in the backfield, Santana Bong in the shotgun. It's a hard count, and it looks like Isaiah Roberts jumped off offsides there. Yep. That's a veteran quarterback move. It sure is. It's a veteran team move, uh, realistically. Again, uh, you know, this team's uh, advanced deep into the playoffs uh, multiple years in a row here. Uh, that's the kind of experience and, and stuff that, that shows up in these kind of situations and these kind of games. Bloom Carroll reigning our state runners-ups last year. And this is something that's really helped this team to come into this year knowing that, hey, we have unfinished business. First down to 10 at the 13. At the throw over the right side. It's caught. Ball. Fumble, fumble, by Jace Rockwood. And it's recovered by the Bulldogs at the one-yard line. And the Bulldogs, they turn over the Blue Carroll Bulldogs on their first possession. Make it nine straight games with a turnover force. And that's exactly how Athens is going to stay in the game. What a play. It looked well, like Caden Bykoski on the back end. Yeah, I tell you, that, that's, that's uh, both teams... Yeah, with a, a fairly promising opening drive, of course, where the Athens Bulldogs start a turn 15, drive out near midfield before uh, turning the ball over to Bloom Carroll on an interception, and then Bloom Carroll drives the other way on the field and turns it over basically at the goal line here. First down and 10 from their own two-yard line. Alex Piro looking to plunge up the middle, and he is driven back into the end zone. He does have forward progress up to about the two-and-a-half, maybe three-yard line, sending up a second down and nine. A little bit of a precarious spot for Athens, but right now they'll take that over giving up what would have been points after the fumble by Jason Rockwood running a little slant route oh, yeah, he, near the end zone. It, it looked like he was going to score, and I think he probably does score, but Bykovsky, instead of going for the, the hammer hit, he reaches in, rips the ball out. Uh, now a handoff on second down and 10 over to the right side. And looks like nothing back there. It doesn't get much, but he got out of the end zone barely. I think he's back to this, back to about the line of scrimmage. See if it was Sudden or Piro or maybe Sharp. That was Sharp on the carry. As once again, Athens in their gold numbers and white jerseys on the far side of the field. That's always going to be a little bit tricky for us trying to see that. Third down and nine, though, for Athens at their own three-yard line. Back-to-back -back turnovers early 
for each of these teams. Athens with an interception. Blue Carroll with a fumble. Third down and nine. Braden Young takes a snap. It's a fake pitch to the right side. Young breaks one tackle in the backfield and gets to about the five-yard line. A gain of two. Here comes the punt team for Athens, but the punt protection, it'll have to be elite here. Yeah, and, you know, realistically, anything anything right there, you're, you're just looking for breathing room. Uh, you got the ball basically inside the two-yard line. Uh, you were just looking to get anything uh, to give your punter a chance uh, to field the ball and get, get it out of there. Uh, they did that. They got out to the five. They're going to kick it away. Uh, give themselves a oh, bad, bad, bad snap. was made by number 28, Kelton Kirkpatrick. And the Bloom Carroll Bulldogs take a 2 to nothing lead after the botched punt by the Bulldogs. I'm not sure if you can even call it a block. I don't think he ever got the attempt off. Uh, by the time he, the, the, the fumbled snap, uh, goes down to, to retrieve it. Tries, I think he actually tried to pick it up and run it out and uh, was, was uh, unable to do so successfully. And uh, Bloom Carroll drops him for the, for the safety in there. Realistically, it may be a blessing that, that you get the free kick here and get to play defense from further away. Uh, you know, bad punt situation right there that may, may have uh, led to seven points rather quickly anyway. So, uh, may, may have been better, may, may be better off long term to have given up the two than the seven. So. Five minutes, 23 seconds left to go in the first quarter. Bloom Carroll up two to nothing in front of their home crowd. They have won 14 out of their last 18 playoff games, trying to make it 15 out of their last 19 as Athens getting ready to punt with their essentially their kickoff formation, but they have to do a safety punt. They may get a chance to bring it down as Lance Osiris is having a conversation here. It looks like they'll be able to kick it off with the ball on the ground. They're kicking it from the 20-yard line, so a chance for great field position for Bloom Carroll. Here comes the kickoff. Alcerissus kick. It's a low kick. It looks like it's an onside style kick, and it's recovered by Bloom Carroll at the Athens 36 yard line. Some good work by the hands team led by Nathaniel Portal. He's been a special team ace today, has one tackle on special teams, and now with a nice recovery. And Bloom Carroll once again starts in plus territory. They will start at the Athens 36 yard line. First drive started at the Athens 46. Now this drive starts at the Athens 36. Five minutes, 21 seconds left to play. Two to nothing lead for the BC Bulldogs against the Athens Bulldogs. Yeah, de definitely not a, a, a usual score for uh, high school football. You don't see it every day, just like seeing a first and 11. Dan Thanabong with two receivers to the right, one to the left, a running back arm and trout in the backfield. Dan Thanabong, pump fake, he's back to throw. Looking oh, for he's in trouble. He brought to the ground. There we go. David Sharp worked his way through that offensive line and made the sack in the backfield back to the 45-yard line. However, there is a penalty flag. The officials will discuss this. See so like, you, yeah, it's a hold on Bloom Carroll, but you're gonna you're, you're definitely gonna decline that and take the what, eight nine yard loss and and the loss of down. Great work by Sharp, who started off in the last game against Nelsonville York by coming up with a big tackle for loss against Makai Williams on the first snap of the game, helping to set the tone. I talked to Coach White, and he really mentioned how the defense they set a tone early by forcing turnovers, oh, making big plays. And this Bulldog defense, they have really gelled together as a unit. And it's every level. It's the D-line, linebackers, and defensive backs. Sure, absolutely. The, the, 
it's probably the unit that's grown the most from the beginning of the year. The offense kind of had a lot of success early, just uh, weren't able to finish drives, but the defense kind of kind of gelled as time went on. Second down in 19. It's a handoff to Armantrout to the left side. He gets a block. He's across the 40 and pushed out of bounds at the 35-yard line. A penalty flag thrown late on the play. As that is a gain of 10, giving them third and more manageable, I'll say third and nine. However, the officials once again discussing the penalty. We've seen a lot of flags and a lot of laundry early on in this matchup. Cedric Granger here with you alongside Matt Frazee. Steve Figgle with us in the studio. You got any updates for each Friday on Northmore 7, Cold Grove 0. That's the. Yeah, not, not many scores rolling in yet. So. Mm. Yeah, penalty on Athens there. So that's going to take Bloom and Car Bloom Carroll from that second and 18, or, you know, second 18, get him in a, in a decent situation for, for the Athens defense and get shoved uh, right back on the, on the poor end of the defensive battle here. So that pushes Bloom Carroll into the Athens red zone. First down and 10 for the Bulldogs that are clad in purple and gold instead of green and gold. Five minutes, six seconds left to go. Two to nothing lead for Bloom Carroll. Thanthanabong in the backfield. Hands it off to Armin Trout to the right side. He gets the field. He's at the 10, at the 5. Stiff arms a man and walks into the end zone. Touchdown, Bloom Carroll. A 20-yard run for Dylan Armin Trout, the senior running back. And Bloom Carroll's got an 8 to nothing lead in front of their home crowd. Yeah, just uh, impressive run. Just uh, again starts off on the left, kind of works his way through the middle and accelerates right through the middle of the Bulldog defense uh, for six points. Here comes the extra point. It is Trayton McKee all lined up. The holder is Jet Jones. The kick is up, and that kick is true. That would have been good for maybe 30 yards. He kicked it so far and went over the track. And back to where all the kids are near the scoreboard. Five minutes left to go in the first quarter. Ninus nothing lead for Bloom Carroll on a drive that took just 21 seconds. Five minutes, 21 seconds. A couple of penalties helped out that drive. And only three plays overall. Yeah, but Athens, yeah, you know, Athens gets themselves in trouble or, you know, on that drive and uh, just uh, unable to recover. You know, the, the safety sets things up and uh, just, just doesn't go away. So... Okay, here's a couple scores. Uh, Eastern, not not Reedsville Eastern, but the other Eastern. <laughs> Seven, Shady Side zero. Uh, Wheelersburg fourteen, Afrocentric zero. Uh, Garraway seven, uh, Rock Hill zero. Uh, let's see, still shows Elgin and Trimble at zero zero. Hamilton Township seven, Miami Trace zero. Waterford Miller zero zero. Here's the kickoff from McKee, and that one dies at the one-yard line. Leo Martin is forced to take it after he tried to call for a fair catch, and he works his way up to the 10-yard line, so some bad field position after another phenomenal kick by Trayton McKee. That kicker, he's got a great leg. He does. He's been using it to perfection. That ball just died inside the five. Yeah, well, the first time he catches the ball at the goal line, and we thought, well, we probably should have let that one go. That time he tries to let it go, and it, it checks up. So, you know, uh, Darn if you do, darn if you don't, right? That's right. So Athens getting ready for possession number three. Their first possession, they moved the ball a little bit, and then it ended in an interception by 
Armin Trout, who's been the star player today for Bloom Carroll. And then the second drive, Athens forced a turnover, but they had the ball in bad field position, and Bloom Carroll got a safety. It's a handoff to Anthony Sutton to the left side. Sutton breaks the first tackle, trying to get outside, and he is spun to the ground. Senior defensive back Jace Rockwood set the edge on the near side, and that's a loss of yardage for the Bulldogs back to the nine-yard line. Bringing up a second down and 11. Just a physical, physical play by the six-foot-two senior <coughs> where you look at some of the athletes on this Bloom Carroll side, he's one of those guys that stands out too. Yeah, he's, he's a big physical kid, big, uh, you know, size advantage kid, especially compared to Anthony Sutton, who's definitely not one of the larger kids on the field. He's a speedy kid, but he's not very, not, not very uh, large uh, in stature. He'll be there at some point in the next two years. Just a sophomore, so still a lot of potential there. Sudden going in motion on second down and 12. It's a fake handoff. Up the seam, and Leo Martin is wide open at the 40. Working his way to the 50. Trying to outrun the defense. He's to the 30. And taken down all the way down at the 20-yard line. A gain of 68 yards for Leo Martin and a first down and 10 for the Bulldogs in the Blue Carroll red zone. <laughs> We've... Uh... Uh, I, I kind of had a little insight that one was going to come at some point tonight. Uh, Sam, Sam was telling me earlier in the week that, uh, that they've been setting that one up all week in practice. I uh, was waiting to see how long it was going to take them to pull the trigger on that one and did not did not take long. And, uh, unfortunately, Luke Carroll's got a couple of, of the few kids that could probably uh, catch Leo Martin from behind. First down and 10 at the 20-yard line. Braden ah. Jones throws to the outside, misfires Anthony Sutton, incomplete. This brings up a second down and 10 for the Bulldogs down 9 to nothing. Three minutes, 45 seconds left to go in quarter number one. But that big play, Braden Young to Leo Martin right up the seam, 68-yard completion. Yeah, it's a heck of a throw. Uh, catches him right dead in stride. He doesn't have to slow down, doesn't have to break stride. Right over top of the shoulder, just right lays it right into the hands, right into the bread basket. He's able to catch it with ease and just keep on trucking. Seth Hart goes in motion. It's a pitch on second down and 10. Alex Pirro tries oh, to cut in the ground, and he is taken out mask. by the face mask. That's to be 15. Athens is going to get a first well, down. Well, half the distance. At least we'll move the chains. Yeah, it's going to be first and 10 at the 10 now. So good work there by Pirro, just running hard. He has 1,213 rushing yards this season, 18 touchdowns. Phenomenal season for him and also, Braden Young doing a good job running the ball, too, 470 yards. And that was really the M.O. for the Bulldogs in the last game against Nelsonville, York. They just ran the ball right down the Buckeyes' throats and sort of beat the Buckeyes at their own game. Yeah, and I, I tell you, that was kind of the thing we talked about, you and I, uh, in that second half was um, they didn't get intimidated when, when uh, Nelsonville kind of came out in that first quarter and that, that uh, wishbone and, and kind of tried to get physical with them. And they stood up to the challenge and, and kind of fed it right back to them. And um, that, that was impressive to watch them stand up to that challenge and, and actually take over and, and dominate that, that kind of physicality of the game. Uh, I haven't seen that in, from an Athens team in, in quite a while where they were able to um, be the more dominant team in, in several games this year, and, and that was uh, New York's tough to out, out physical, and they did that last week. It was nice. Second down and one for the Bulldogs after the penalty. Alex Pirro plunges his way forward down the right hashes, and it looks like he does have first down yardage. He does up to the Bloom Carroll eight-yard line. First down for Athens, and it's now a first and goal for the green and gold. Alex Pirro 
nice play there up the middle, but that was one of those plays after the penalty that happened. I was surprised it wasn't an automatic first down because half the distance of the goal should be 10 yards on the dot. Yeah, you would think. Um, uh, of course, uh, apparently I was slightly behind the sticks. I, guess. I don't know. I, I thought it was a personal foul. Should have been. A, I thought it was an automatic first down, but... Apparently, I'm, all, I'm off on that one. First and goal for the Bulldogs. Braden Young with the QB keeper to the right side. Shakes two tackles and can't shake the third. Dives forward to the five-yard line on the run to the right side for Braden Young, the quarterback. As I mentioned earlier, 470 rush yards on his season today, trying to get to that 500 mark. This sets up a second down and goal for Athens at the Bloom Carroll five-yard line. Here it is. It's kind of going back to what the Bulldogs worked through early in the season and what they got better at as the season went on. Can they finish drives? Here's an opportunity. Two receivers to the left, one to the right, second down and goal at the Bloom Carroll five-yard line. Young gets an adjustment from Nathan White. Bulldogs, the Athens Bulldogs down 9 nothing. Going to get the playoff. Young. Takes a snap, hands it off to Alex Piero, and there are two defenders waiting right for him at the line of scrimmage. No gain after that tackle by Jaden Ball, one of the other top prospects for this Bloom Carroll team. He's committed to play at Purdue next year. Yeah, he's uh, another one that's not hard to find on the football field. Uh, wasn't hard to find in warm-ups or walking across the, the parking lot from the, from the school. Uh, he's a, a big, big... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, six foot five, three oh three. Third and goal for the Bulldogs. Young back to pass. Young over the middle, and it's caught. Touchdown, Sephart. Five-yard touchdown pass. I'd usually say touchdown Bulldogs, but today I'll say touchdown Athens, and it's now nine to six as the Bulldogs strike back, quieting the home crowd. Hey, we got one. First point's been scored on this team in a few weeks. That's a accomplishment in its own right, right? It sure is. Here's Lance Osiris on for the extra point. Caden Bykoski doing the hold. The snap is down. The hold is good. And the it's kick good. is up. And it is true. I heard from our good colleague and friend Sam that Osiris was drilling all of them from 20 yards in practice today. He tacks on the extra point with one minute, 41 seconds left to play in quarter number one. Nine to seven lead for Bloom Carroll. But Athens put together a 90-yard touchdown drive, ending off with a... Braden Young passed to Seth Hart, one of the captains, and got to meet Seth Hart in person at the yeah. last Ohio football game. Great kid, and it's really great to see him do that on the offensive end. That is his third receiving touchdown of the season. Yeah, and, uh, you know, early in the season, uh, didn't get, wasn't playing much on offense. Uh, you know, that was the, 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 Luke Kaiser was playing a lot of that tight end position. They, they're two kind of alternating that role uh, a, a lot. Um, and Hart's kind of, I think he's settled into that role a little bit more as the seasons went on. And he's become that kind of goal line target, I believe. So here comes the kickoff, uh -oh. and there's some opening room for Chase Rockwood. Rockwood to the 40, Rockwood to the 30, 20, 10, 5, and into the end zone. Chase Rockwood with the kickoff return touchdown. And just like that. At the Bloom Carroll Bulldogs, they strike back before you could even blink your eye. 15 to 7. Bloom Carroll in front trying to make it a two-possession lead again. And that takes some wind out of your sails if you're Athens. Sure does. Uh, you know, just just get yourself worked back into the end of the game or you think uh, you have a little bit of confidence and a little bit of uh, uh, fire built back into the into the kids, and that one hurts. 
Yep, Jace Rockwood, the player that had the fumble earlier on. He was one yard away from a touchdown, tried to reach Got his touchdown back. And he got his touchdown back there. Seventy yard return. And here comes the extra point. That kick is up and that kick is good. Another fantastic kick there from the place kicker, Trayton McKee. And it is now 16 to 7. Bloom Carroll back up two possessions. As here we go, fireworks happening. 23 combined points in this opening quarter. Well, here you go. Something interesting? Yeah, Indian Valley 13, Logan Elm 0. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I'm sure uh, anybody, if they're listening, is a fan of Bloom Carroll, they know all about Logan Elm, one of the three teams that they tied the Mid-State Buckeye League yeah. crown with. Yeah, big. Uh, Hamilton Township 14 now, Miami Tree 0. Speaking of the other team that they've dealt with here. Westmus Kingham 7. Did you have one? Yeah, I got one. Uh, Galley Academy 14, Venn County 0 from Steve Figgle back in the okay. studio. Okay. Waterford 7, Miller 0 too. Okay, West, Westmus Kingham 7, uh, Union Local 0. Tri-Valley and Buckeye Valley 0-0. Zero, zero. Here we'll comes McKee with shortly. the kickoff. And Leo Martin to there receive it at his 5-yard line and now working upfield. He's across the 15, trying to work his way to the 20, but he has stood up and tackled by the legs. Some good defense running down the field quickly by Bloom Carroll. Tackle made by Christian Ball, the wide receiver. Six foot three already as a sophomore. That's a player to watch for Bloom Carroll coming up. And Athens will begin their fourth possession, looking to match what they did in the third possession. Uh, Morgan with the early lead on Sheridan, 7-0. Yeah, Sheridan's looked very lackluster the last two weeks. First and ten from the 18. My colleague, Cade Williamson, who works for the Licking County League, he said that was one of his games to, to watch as a potential upset in the first round. Athens trying to pull off an upset themselves. They're a 12 seed going against a 5 seed, just like what the Ohio Bobcats did to Virginia, hoping for that. One minute, 24 seconds left to go. First down and 10. Alex Pirro tries to work his way through the middle on that inside handoff, and they'll give him a couple of yards. They'll give him two, and this brings up a second down and eight after the run by Alex Pirro. It was a good steady attack by Athens the last time around. Is, is that a 22 to 22 score in the first quarter? It is. What? Yeah, Bellsville and, and Portsmouth Notre Dame, 22-22 still in the first quarter. So they went to a football game and a check meet broke out. <laughs> it's almost basketball season. That seems like a basketball score. I bet those two teams play basketball in the fall wouldn't get their 22 in the first quarter. Yep, second down and seven. Braden Young keeps the ball, and he is taken down in the backfield. Dylan Armentrout with the tackle for loss, pushing Braden Young all the way back to the 11-yard line, a loss of 10, bringing up a third down and 17 for the Bulldogs. Back at their own 11, down 16-7 to against Bloom Carroll. 28 seconds left to go in quarter number one. Armantrout shot the gap, was not fooled at all by any of the play action. Young with three receivers to the right on third and 17. Back to pass at the screen, over to the right side to Leo Martin. Martin trying to shake one tackle. He's kept down to the ground by one leg, and then the rest of the Bulldog Cavalry are there to make the tackle. Jet Jones in on the tackle, and that brings up a fourth down and 11 as that brings us to the end of quarter number one, Athens and Bloom Carroll. The Bloom Carroll Bulldogs up 16 to seven through 12 minutes. You're listening to Bulldog football on 970 WATH. Roving reporter here, 
excuse me, ma'am, I'll give you $14,934,386.83 if you can tell me the best place in town to get pops, chips, candy, sports drinks, and a lot more. Uh, Stop and Cop? That's right! Stop and Cop drive-thru carry-out is the best place to get party stuff. Munchies, all kinds of pops and sodas. Excuse me. Candies galore, chips, sports drinks. Excuse me! Yes, what is it? What about my money? What money? Something, something million dollars. Can't remember how much, huh? <laughs> Stop and Cop drive-thru carry-out, 362 Richland Avenue, Athens, proud supporter of high school sports. It's that time of year again. Hunting season is just around the corner, so stop by the Rocky Outdoor Gear Store located at 45 East Canal Street in Nelsonville and check out their archery department. They have Matthews, Boyd, PSE, and 10-point bows. Whether you're looking for an upgrade or just need your bow fixed, their bow tech will get you ready for the fall. They also have a wide selection of firearms, ammo, boots, and camo. Come check it all out at the Rocky Outdoor Gear Store. Open 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday and 10 a.m. through 6 p.m. on Sunday. But the clock wasn't running. That's a, that's a big issue, too. So, yeah, it wasn't. Yeah, they, they, the refs shouldn't have blown the whistle for that. Yeah, I have no idea what happened there. The clock, clock hit zeros. Region 11 tonight, number one seed Bishop Waterson taking on number 16 Columbus South. I don't know, did they say he went out of bounds? Did they mark Leo out of bounds? Forcing them to kick, make the kick. That might be the case. That's the only thing I can, the only thing I can think of is that they, that Martin went out of bounds. And, and they also didn't switch the. Yeah, it has to be the case because that's the they did they didn't they didn't switch fields. Yeah, they should have yeah. switched sides of the field. Yeah, so they let the clock run out unintentionally, I believe, and uh, they they must have just untimed that and had Athens kick it and just run the clock out there. So a little bit of a weird scenario. Either way, first down and ten for Bloom Carroll. Ball on their own 45-yard line. This is their fourth possession, technically third possession. They had a kickoff return touchdown in the mix as well. Santanabog lines up on first down and ten. He's back to pass. Sets his feet, throws up the middle, and that pass is incomplete. Oh. Was intended for Broden Bishop, but was broken up by Seth Hart doing some good job, doing a good job of playing defense through the middle. So Brady Warden in there as well. Yeah, he, Looks like he's a little gimped up. He was able to pop that ball up just enough in the air where I thought maybe there was a chance that we were going to slide a white jersey in front of it. So nice job on the coverage that time for the green and gold. This brings up a second down and ten. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Moon Carroll at their own 45-yard line, right next to where the BC logo is at midfield. Van Thanavong, the quarterback, lines up in the shotgun, hands it off to Armand Trout. Armand Trout puts his foot in the ground, and then he is lit up. Malachi Peterson with a nice tackle. Also, Isaiah Roberts going low to finish him off. That sets up a third down and seven at the Bloom Carroll 48. Yeah, uh, again, nice, uh, nice run defense that time. Uh, middle of the defense stays home, sits in, anchors down, and uh, he tries to make that cut back into the middle like he's done a few times earlier in the night. And that whole one there, as you said, Peterson waiting for him, wraps him up as soon as he makes the cut. Uh, does pick up three yards, but um, good, good defense still from Athens. 16-7 lead for Bloom Carroll, third down and seven for the B.C. Bulldogs. Santanabong back to throw. What's the oh. seam? And he's got a man that's open. It's his tight end, two number one. Broden Bishop. He makes a man miss at the 10, the 5, and into the end zone. Touchdown, Bloom Carroll. A 52 yard pass from Ethan Santanabong to Broden Bishop. And it is now 22 to 7 in favor of Bloom Carroll. Yeah, it gets him running right up the seam. Pretty much 
you know, wide open. Uh, he has one defender to beat. He gets him on skates, uh, gets him turned around, and once once he had him uh, backpedaling in the wrong direction, he just makes a simple cut to his right, and he's able to uh, go unimpeded to the end zone from that point. Here comes McKee for the extra point. The kick is up, and the kick is good, and it's now 23-7 to in favor of Bloom Carroll. The crowd ringing, ringing their cowbells. 11.05 left to go in quarter number two, and right now Bloom Carroll starting to run away from things. And this offense, they've hit a couple of big plays. They have a 20-yard touchdown run by Armand Trout. They have the safety. They have the Jace Rockwood 70-yard return touchdown, and now Than Thanavong, a 52-yard pass in the middle to his man Bishop right through the seam and that was a chance where it looks like they ran that play earlier in the drive where they went right down the middle on the seam to Bishop and the linebackers were there this time it looked like Athens brought some pressure and no one was there to cover the seam yeah I think he he ran us he sat down on that route the first time uh and the, the second time there he, he ran the this the, the go uh I think the the one the linebacker bit up again thinking it was the same play and uh then there was nothing behind it <laughs> and off to the races he went so here comes the kickoff for mckee going right to left athens receiving the ball about to go left to right the high kick goes all the way to the goal line this time and i'm telling you that kicker could probably play in college somewhere uh, yeah I'm, I'm sure there's probably someone looking at him so here comes the bulldogs starting with the ball with their best possession of the game so far First down and 10 from their own 20-yard line. The one touchdown today for the Bulldogs came on a five-yard pass. Braden Young to Seth Hart. And it's been tough selling. With the way that Bloom Carroll is starting to hum, Athens, they need an answer on this drive. Yeah, not only do they need an answer, but it would be nice to have an answer for about seven minutes. <laughs> First down and 10 for the green and gold in the middle of the two hashes. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. First down and 10. It's a handoff to Alex Piero up the middle, and Piero strung down by his legs after a gain of maybe two. They will give him two, and it'll be second down and eight for the Bulldogs at their own 22-yard line. 23-7 lead for Bloom Carroll. They're, they went 8-2 and two this season. They had a win streak of seven games in a row in the middle of the year before having that snapped against Hamilton Township on October 13th. As for Athens, they're on quite the win streak themselves. They've won five in a row and six out of their last seven. Each of these teams red hot, trying not to cool down as the weather cools down. Second down and eight for the Bulldogs. Braden Young back to throw. It's a slant route over the middle to Caden Bykoski. And he has the first down yardage across the 30-yard line, taken down at the 32, a gain of 10. Bykoski's had a couple of nice catches, two receptions for 20 yards now. Yeah, I tell you, you know, Bykoski's, uh, yeah, battled a few health issues this year. Just uh, uh, really would have loved to see him be healthy all year long. He missed those first few games. Would, if, just think if he'd have got that thing started early on, he would have been a, a real force to deal with this year. Young, quick snap, first down and 10, throw to the left side, and a beautiful play by whoever that defensive back was on that right side. I believe that was Jet Jones. He got off the block of the wide receiver and wrapped up Leo Martin, gain of nothing. These edge defenders right now, the corners between Jace Rockwood, Jet Jones, and Tristan McKeever, they've all been playing like dudes out there. 
second quarter. Clock stopped as Martin was driven out of bounds. Second down and 10 for the Bulldogs. Athens Bulldogs, to be specific, at their own 33-yard line. 10.04 left to go. Quarter number two, 23-7 lead for at Bloom Carroll, rather. It's a pitch to the right side to Alex Piero. Piero trying to get a full head of steam, and he will not. He is cut down before he can get to the line of scrimmage, or they'll say get him right at the line of scrimmage. Hayden Sullivan, senior defensive lineman on the tackle, and this brings up a third down and 10 for Athens. And they'll have to probably go back to the pass game. Reason it's 23-7 instead of your 21-7. There was a safety in the mix. That's how Bloom Carroll started their scoring in the first quarter. Uh, Gallia Academy now leading Vinton County 21-0. It looks like a player will have to exit. That'll be a tough way for the season to end for Bloom Carroll, or check that for uh, Benton County, rather. It's a tricky matchup. It is. Gallia County is really, really good. We know that firsthand. And, uh, tough matchup for Gallia. Uh, they, they pride themselves on defense and, and tough running, and uh, Gallia is just uh, explosive. Third down and 10. Young rolling out to his left, throws a pass, and it's intercepted by Jet Jones at the 45-yard line. He's reversing field to the near side, has his half a convoy. He's to the 25 and pushed out of bounds all the way at the 22-yard line. The second turnover forced by the Bloom Carroll Bulldogs, and they will have fantastic field position just outside of the red zone. Jet Jones and these defensive backs, they have been dominant for Bloom Carroll. And when I talked with Coach Jeremy McKinney, he told me that his biggest strength on this team this year was his defensive backs, all returners. And we see that veteran presence. They have played one heck of a game so far, Matt. Yeah, they sure have. And, um, you know, again, they're a veteran team. They're, they've seen a, a lot of schemes they've seen a lot of football they've played a lot of football they uh know what to do in situations and uh you know, that, that's an advantage in this these kind of things armin trout up the middle armin trout to the 10 to the 5 and finishes the run touchdown bloom carroll a 24 yard touchdown run for dylan armin trout that's his second touchdown of the night and bloom carroll has taken full control of this game 29-7 for the defending state runner-ups looking to get a state title this season. That's where turnovers can hurt. And Armin Trout, a Division I talent, you can tell every time he runs that football. So here comes McKee on for the extra point, trying to give the Bulldogs, the BC Bulldogs, I should say, a 30-7 lead. The kick is up, and the kick is true. For Bloom Carroll, nine minutes, 14 seconds left to play. And it has been all Bloom Carroll, 30-7 to lead in front of their home crowd. They're starting to get revved up up here, not too far outside of Columbus, about 20 minutes outside the city limits. I want to give a shout-out to our sponsors for playoff football. Stop and Cop, home of the coldest beverages in Athens. Integrated services, healthy people, strong community. Wendy's, fresh, never frozen. Donato's, where every piece is important. Lockard's Insurance of Wellston, helping you find the right coverage today with Ohio Mutual. Holzer Health System, taking local health care to the next level. Atomic Credit Union, Bank Online, or at one of our convenient branches across southern Ohio. Rio Grande Meg Center, call 740-992-1880 for enrollment questions today. Rocky Outdoor Gear, a leading designer, manufacturer, and marketer of premium quality footwear and apparel marketed under a portfolio of well-recognized brand names and State Farm Insurance. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. 
Nine minutes, 14 seconds left to play. Bloom Carroll, 30, Athens, 7. Here comes the kickoff from McKee. That's a knuckler that goes all the way out the back of the end zone over the head of Anthony Sutton. And this will be another possession for the Bulldogs. 9-14 left to go in quarter number two. Another one-play touchdown drive. Like you said, Matt, the thing that's been frustrating is that Bloom Carroll's offense, they haven't had to earn it by having to drive the full length of the field. They've had short fields all throughout the game. Their yeah. worst field position was on their own 45, and the rest of their possessions all started in plus territory. Yeah, they're, they're, we haven't done anything to, to make them drive at all. It's, it's been short field after short field, turning it over. You know, uh, it's just uh, it's, it's been unfortunate that, that it's been that way. We, we've had to... Uh, the all exactly the opposite. They've been driving kickoffs into the end zone and to the goal line, and forcing us to uh, return you know return kicks that we're fielding at the goal line. And, you know, they're having good kick coverages to the ten. We're getting to the ten fifteen. Uh, long drives are, are required for us, and you know, they're making it difficult. That's why why they uh, are playing in state in state finals and. Uh, you know, we're still building. You know, that's uh, that's kind of the difference at this point. Uh, and that's okay. These are great learning experiences on what you have to do to improve to get to that next level. But um, you would like to see, see you kind of at least evolve somewhat in, during this game, too, to the point where if they score, it's okay. But I'd like to just make them go 8, 10, 12 plays to do it. You know, these one and two. One, two, three, four play drives are, are, are not fun. The kickoff returns are not fun. So uh, make them own one or two of them if they're going to get a couple more. First down and 10 for Athens. Ball on their own 20-yard line with 9.14 to go. Braden Young keeps it himself, trying to weave through traffic in the middle of the field. He's up to the 25-yard line, and he'll be called down just beyond the 25, a gain of five for the quarterback, Braden Young, the junior, who showed some great growth last year, thrusted into the quarterback position after... Last year's quarterback, Landon Wheatley, got injured midseason, and Young has really shined. He's become the leader of this team. It's a battle between two junior quarterbacks today in a Braden Young, and then on the other side, Ethan Thanthanavong, and each coach really raved about their guys and how they've stepped up in leadership to command this team. Second down and five for Athens. Ball on their own 25-yard line. Young takes a snap. It's a handoff to Piro on the inside, and Piro is lifted up, and there's a whole gaggle of Bulldogs there of the enemy Bulldogs, I should say, to make the tackle. No gain. This brings up a third down and about five. Actually, they'll give him a couple yards, some forward progress to about the 27. So they'll call it about a third and three for Bloom Carroll. They're up 30-7 to seven over Athens. Eight minutes, 11 seconds to go. And quarter number two, first round of the playoffs. Last year, Bloom Carroll, they made the playoffs, and they beat Beechcroft 48 to nothing. So Athens at least putting up a score. There's a Bloom Carroll team that's meant business so far. Young takes the snap on third down and three. He's back to pass. He throws, and that pass is tipped up at the line and incomplete. Knocked down away by the six foot two linebacker, David Mullen. Yep, gets, gets, gets the big mid in the air and uh, swats, it down, swats it up into the air and harmlessly to the turf. So uh, Athens. We have their second punt attempt tonight. The first one unsuccessfully. 
So here is Sharp back to punt on fourth down. Nearly blocked. It's a low line drive. Takes a good Athens bounce at the 45 across the 50 and all the way across the 40 now to the 36 yard line. A good bounce after the punt there from Sharp. And here comes the next possession for this humming Bloom Carroll offense right now. Seven minutes, 35 seconds left to go. 30 to 7 lead for Bloom Carroll. And they're just a five seed. This puts this in perspective how tough Division Three Region 11 is. This is a Crazy, crazy division, Matt, in terms of really talented teams. It sure is. And we said, you know, it's been at the opening of the broadcast, they're the five seed, but I, I guarantee you they're about the fifth best team uh, in here. They're the, the four teams above them. Uh, I don't think four of the four are better than this than this squad. I would, I would lay money on they beat three of the four at least. Yeah, the winner of this will face the winner of Jackson versus Marietta. Santanavong with the handoff over to the left side. That's to Bishop. Bishop across the 45-yard line, or 35-yard line, and across the 40 for a gain of about four yards, maybe five. And they'll call it second down and five for Bishop, coming off of a touchdown completion. He's been doing a little bit of everything. He's kind of like a hybrid H-back. You'll see him at running back, a little bit at wide receiver as well. 30-7 to lead for Bloom Carroll. Almost halfway through quarter number two. But Bloom Carroll, they did not have to play Jackson last year. They paced off against Bishop Watterson, who was the team that took out Jackson. Of course, our sister station in the total media family. You hear that game over there. Tantanavong rolls to his right. It's a throwback screen to the left side. And it's complete to Jet Jones. He's got room in front of him. He's to the 40. Gets a block. And then it's taken down out of bounds. And that was one heck of a tackle by Brady Ward. He was falling to the ground and just got a clip of Jet Jones. If not, he would have been speeding his way to the end zone. Nevertheless, though, a good gain for Bloom Carroll. A gain of 18 and a first down. Nelsonville, York up 6 to nothing over Bel Air. Pretty good for the Buckeyes trying to get some revenge against Bel Air for last year. Yeah, that's a tough matchup right there. Especially in the for, first for round. For a while, round one, that's a difficult matchup. I know the Buckeyes got to be thinking back to two games they lost by six points to Athens and Vinton County that could have changed up the matchups a little bit. Well. First down and 10 for and Boom Carroll, and it's going to be a slant over the middle and dropped. Incomplete for Jace Rockwood. Yeah. Hit him right on the chest. Yeah, that was a flat drop. That wasn't. Uh... Brings up a second down and 10. Bloom Carroll at the Athens 37-yard line. It was a play by Jet Jones that helped him cross the 50. It's a fitting name for him, Jet. <laughs> Turns on the Jets quite a bit as an interception today. It's been one of the most uh, impressive group of names I've seen. There's all types of name puns you can make as a broadcaster. That's part of the fun. That sure is. Second down and 10 for Bloom Carroll. They have a 30-7 to lead over Athens. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Anthony Vong, it's a handoff inside. And the running back is taken down. It's Bishop on the carries across the 35. And Warden doing a nice job again. He's had himself a nice game defensively. He sure has. He's been, uh, been flying around the field quite a bit. Um, made several tackles. but And it's hard against the... Anytime they run to the left side at left tackle, who we mentioned earlier, Jaden Ball, Purdue commit. And Bloom Carroll likes to run a lot of plays behind him. And Warden, he's had to work through some of those offensive linemen trying to move up as there's an offside call on Athens on third down and seven. And this is going to move Bloom Carroll inside the 30 up to the 29-yard line and make it a more manageable third down and two. 
Again, yeah, so another one of those. Megan Warner, you're sitting in third and seven. You had a good situation, you know, fairly decent situation there. And uh, now you make it you know, a much easier situation for, for a team that's already really good. Yeah, Bloom Carroll made it all the way to the state title game, played on December 2nd of last year, and lost to Canfield in the championship. Third and two. two of these teams can relate. State runners up in the last decade. Yeah, neither one of them wants that. <laughs> Trying to still get to that. Third down and two. It's a handoff to the running back, and that's a first down and much more. It's a nice spin move from a Bo Sherman, the junior running back, coming into the game. And he gets himself a first down. That's his first carry of the game. And he came in, showed a little bit of moves. This is a running game that, of course, Armin Trout's the main guy. But when Armin Trout graduates, there's going to be some nice options between Bishop and Bo Sherman. Sherman looks like he's a little more explosion. Uh, yeah, I think you're right. He definitely looks like he's got a little bit more pop in, in, his, uh, in his step. First down and 10 for Bloom Carroll. Ball on the Athens 20-yard line. 30-7 to lead for BCHS. It's a handoff once again to Sherman. Sherman is navigating the traffic. He's across the 10 to the 5, and he's upended at the last second. Tackled by Anthony Sutton to save a touchdown. But that's a gain of 19 and a first down for Bloom Carroll. And unfortunately for Sherman, it looks like he's going to get subbed out right before the one-yard line. I'm sure he's hoping for that chance for a touchdown, but I'm sure the junior running back feeling good with that opportunity as Armin Trout, the senior running back, takes the place. In the backfield, two running backs in the backfield. It's Bishop and Armin Trout, and they are flanking Than Thanavong. First down and goal. Bloom Carroll at the Athens two-yard line, up 30-7. to Than Thanavong takes the snap. It's a fake handoff. The throw up the seam, and it's caught. Climbing the ladder is the tight end. Number 34, Michael Stevenson with the catch. Touchdown, Bloom Carroll. And it is now 36 to 7 with 45 or 4 minutes 57 seconds left to play in the first half. That was a nice play up the seam that time by the tight end. Little jump pass. Longest drive of the game for Bloom Carroll, a 64 yard march. Here's McKee on for the extra point. The kick is up and the kick is good. And just like that, Bloom Carroll, they can put. Points up in bunches. 37-7 lead for Bloom Carroll. And this is a team that's had some high-scoring games this year. They put up 40 against Circleville, 42 against Taze Valley, 45 against Fairfield Union, 42 against Jonathan Alder, which is very impressive against that team, too. But Bloom Carroll now starting to utilize some of their depth positions too and some of their main guys Stan Thanavong and Armin Trout may get a chance to get a little, little bit of extra rest before going into the next playoff matchup yeah uh, you know getting to that point now where you get the the 30 point lead the the running clock kind of situation here available to them uh, it, it, it's time to uh, start pulling those key pieces off of the field if you're Bloom Carroll the last thing you want to do is get one of those guys banged up, hurt, injured uh, in a game like this. Uh, wow, their kicker just kicked it so hard it went over the crossbar. And in, that's, that would have been a field goal. I can't believe that. See the next uh, Justin Tucker? I don't know. He's got the kick power at least. Ooh. 
Yeah, I don't he's, know. He's playing D1. He's going to be a D1 recruit, no doubt about it. Hey, he's Coach Alban. Yeah, <laughs> why not? Tim. After uh, the Ohio game last week against Western Michigan, the kickers in that game were a combined three for seven from the field. Yeah, where you at, Timmy? First down and ten, Alex Pirro tries to find some room up the middle, and he is stuffed. It's an impermeable wall of Bulldogs led by Bloom Carroll's number 60, Andrew Lister, the senior. They give him some forward progress to about twos. That's the best, best part with Piro getting his strong legs moving, moves upfield before getting pushed back to at least get some positive yards, bringing up a second down and eight for the Bulldogs. 22-yard line of the green and gold. We're going against Bloom Carroll, and they're alternates. Usually they wear purple jerseys, purple pants, and I know a lot of teams like to have playoff-style alternates for the entire playoff run. It looks like they're doing that with these gray alternate jerseys and gray pants. Second down and seven. Sutton goes in motion. Braden Young keeps it himself, looks his room, and Armand Trout was bearing down on him, and he finds a little bit of room up the middle across the 25-yard line and up to the 27. That's a gain of four for the quarterback, Braden Young, and brings up a third down and four for Athens. From the 26-yard line after the run Yeah, you said it was comparable to uh, the Megs Marauders alternate. Yeah, I think they look yeah, – yeah, I guess that's the best description for any of our listeners that uh, – have seen the, those Meg's alternate, you know, uniforms. It's very, very similar to that look. Third down and four for Athens. Ball on their own 26-yard line. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Anthony Sutton going in motion to the left side of the formation. Young keeps it himself. Drops back to pass and knocked away. Alex Pirro was open at the sticks. Oh, he was wide Once open. again, a David Mullen. As you've got a couple of... Big defensive ends between David Mullen and Park Truex. Each of these guys, tight end slash linebacker, six foot two on the outside edges. And he got his hands up there to knock it away. And this is the second possession in a row that ends for the Bulldogs at the hand of David Mullen. Yeah, that was, uh, that was more than a first down. That was a very, very big game coming there if he doesn't get his hands on that. Sharp back to punt, nearly blocked, but that ball just goes high up in the air. Takes a nice Athens bounce across the 50. And rolls to about the 41-yard line. So for all intents and purposes, not a bad punt there for Sharp. He's done a good job bearing with the pressure. As that was Tristan Birch, who was firing like a cannon off of the edge to try to pick up the block. As here comes Bloom Carroll again. And we'll see if they keep in the starting lineup. I gotta, I gotta imagine the starting lineup probably at least finishes this first half. Uh, but like I say, I don't think you're far away from from seeing this unit. Uh, Pack it in for the evening. 37-7 to lead for Bloom Carroll. This is an 8-2 team. Athens, strong season as well. 6-4. and They tripled their win total. And also they won that Doc Croner trophy. It looks great in that Athens locker room. Got to check it out during my coach interview with head coach Nathan White. And he was feeling really great about that as well. Right now, Than Thanavong having a conversation with his left tackle, Jaden Ball. First down and 10. It's a handoff actually to Bishop on a little bit of that wildcat and a gain of a couple yards. So maybe give him one or two. That's something that Athens has seen a lot of throughout this season. We've seen multiple teams in a row do that. Yeah, he turns around to the basically to the fullback. He goes, I'm going to let the first guy go. I'm going to the second level. And that's exactly what he does. I'm, I'm, I'm sure that's what the conversation was because he, he just ste- sidesteps the first man, lets him through, and goes gets to the level two and just blows up the second level to, to try to get him a guy free of it. Uh, the Athens defense stands tall. 
Second down and nine. Ball on their own 43-yard line for Bloom Carroll. Thantanabong, the righty, rolling to his right. Sets his feet at the 40-yard line. Now throws, and that pass is caught by Jet Jones. A little toe-drag swag at the 44-yard line of Athens. And a first down, 144 to the other 44. That's a gain of 12. First and 10. That was a nice catch on the sideline by Jones. He's been doing well on both sides, wide receiver and cornerback. One of the few athletic guys they have out wide between Jace Rockwood, Jet Jones. Of course, Dylan Armantrout, you can play him anywhere. Broden Bishop, you can play him anywhere as well, too. Broden Bishop, a guy that Coach McKinney specifically mentioned. He has a 52-yard touchdown reception today. First down and 10. Bloom Carroll on the Athens 44th. Anthanavong sets his feet. Throws deep for Bishop. Bishop makes the catch at the 15. And he will waltz his way into the end zone. Touchdown of Bloom Carroll. Anthanavong makes it another touchdown pass. That is his fourth one. Check that. No, third one of the game. And it's now 43-7. Bloom Carroll. It's all purple and gold here today. The Bulldogs pouring it on. They lead it now 43-7 to on the 46-yard touchdown strike. Just a very talented team. Absolutely. Not much you can say except that. As here comes McKee on for the extra point. Snap is down. That hold is good, and the kick is true for Bloom Carroll. Two minutes, 41 seconds left to go. And that was a 58-yard touchdown drive, ending in a 44-yard touchdown pass. Dan Thanavong, who has lived up to the billing, up to Bishop. Bishop with over 100 all-purpose yards, two touchdowns. No matter what happens at the end of this game, Athens, a lot to be proud of this season. And the best is yet to come for the Bulldogs, especially what's going to be coming back next season. Of course, Wiley Anderson, Lance Alcerises, Brody Schwarz will be three. Huge losses for the Bulldogs, but overall, majority of the team, especially on offense, is returning. Four out of the five players on the offensive line. We've got Braden Young and Alex Pirro. Anthony Sutton going to take a nice step up. Leo Martin and Caden Vykovsky are going to be dudes at the wide receivers. He did it again. McKee picked that one off. And that one was so far through. That, that had cleared the uprights by about five or ten yards. And he gets a standing ovation from the crowd. And he's pumping That's, everybody up. This might be one of the... Well, I'm not kidding you. Guys, the, the, the key is at the 40-yard line. So... You know, for anyone not listening at home who you're not understanding what is, what's going on here, the tees are at the 40 in high school football. So that's 60 yards to the goal line plus 10 yards through the end zone. Those are 70-yard field goals he's knocking through right now. That is insane. Alex Pirro takes the carry on first down and 10, and he is bottled up in the backfield. Not a lot working here today for the Bulldogs. This defensive line, they got size, and then they got the kind of lower, stockier guys in the middle, and they have been very productive for Bloom Carroll. No gain as it brings up second down and 10 for Athens at their own 20-yard line, 44-7 to lead for Bloom Carroll. Two minutes, 17 left to play. Like I said, that is a huge field. I mean, you can play in the NFL. If you got a leg like that and you got the accuracy to back it up, 
I mean, granted, there's no rush, and you can kick it low to start it out. And, but still, it's 70 yards. Young with the pitch out to Alex Piro. Piro able to tightrope the sideline on the far side as there's a penalty flag on the play. Pushed out of bounds at the 25-yard line. A gain of five to set up third and five. However, the penalty is impending as the officials will make a discussion or have a discussion here about this one. It looks like it is a penalty against Bloom Carroll. Personal foul. Face mask. That is a first down and 10 for Athens. So it'll be a five-yard variety one. So the Bulldogs with a first and 10 at their own 31-yard line. 44-7 lead for Bloom Carroll. was 9-7, it felt like, not that long ago when Athens put together a 68 or check that, a 90-yard touchdown drive with a 68-yard pass to Leo Martin and a five-yard touchdown pass to Seth Hart by Braden Young. And then after that, Jace Rockwood changed the entire momentum with that kickoff. And after that, Bloom Carroll, they've been off to the races. Yeah, definitely definitely changed the... Well, I think Bloom Carroll had the momentum and they felt like they had control of the game, momentum of the game to begin with, but certainly... Took all the wind out of the sails from that Athens drive, though. Great run for Alex Pierre on first down and 10 from the 31. He's across the 35 and up to the 38, a gain of seven for Alex Pierre. Actually, it'll say six, and that sets up a second down and four as we approach the one-minute, 32nd mark of quarter number two. Big weekend for sports, of course, in Athens. Not only you have this Athens playoff game, you have Trimble in action, Nelsonville, York in action here tonight, but also Ohio and Miami, Battle of the Bricks coming up as well too. Halloween weekend on campus as a senior at OU. I know it's going to be buzzing. It already is buzzing. You know, that was on Thursday night. That was just a warm-up for what's going to be happening Friday night and what will happen eventually on Saturday. Young takes a snap on second down and four. It's a pass to Anthony Sutton. Sutton trying to look for the edge. He gets a great block. He's across the 45, across the 50, and taken down all the way down at the 49-yard line. A gain of 14 for Braden, or for Braden Young over to Anthony Sutton. And that's a first down for the Bulldogs. Nice work by Sutton, the sophomore, who I'm excited to see next year. Just going to be following along, tuning into the radio to see what this guy is going to be capable of. I'm still telling you, you need to come back and take, like, bowling and cricket or something. You get an extra year in. Maybe I, the radio station is going to have to give me a scholarship for that. I'm telling you that. <laughs> it's expensive to get back another year of school here. But I'd love to. I've thoroughly enjoyed my time calling Bulldog football. First down and 10 for the Bulldogs. Bloom Carroll, 49. Braden Young back to throw. Going deep for Mike and incomplete. It was a post-corner route over at the 20-yard line. But the pass was incomplete. Defense was there by Jace Rockwood. Yeah, honestly, the defense was really good. If it was a well-thrown ball, it was probably intercepted. So, uh probably a good thing he, he, I don't know, may have been intentionally thrown wide there. You may have seen that the play wasn't there, but uh, just play didn't develop that time. It was disguise, tried to it's a disguise play, and it didn't work. 35 seconds left to go. 44-7 lead for Bloom Carroll here in the first half. BC, the five seed. The winner will play the winner of the Jackson Marietta game. Alex Pirro takes the handoff inside, breaks the first tackle along the defensive line, and is taken down at the 45-yard line, a gain of four after the tackle was made by Tristan Britch. And with 19 seconds left and counting, third down and six for the green and gold. And what is looking like to be the final game of the season for a very successful Bulldog squad this year. 
Seven seconds left to go in this first half. Braden Young. Since sudden in motion, takes the snap. Young, back to throw. Young, looking for a man, it's intercepted. It's intercepted by Tyler Harrison, but he's taken down, and the clock does strike zero. Anthony Sutton with a touchdown-saving tackle. That is the third interception forced by the Bloom Carroll defense, and that takes us through the first half. 24 minutes up, 24 minutes down, all Bloom Carroll. 44-7 lead over Athens at halftime. First round of the playoff action. You're listening to Athens Bulldog football on 970. W A T H. Genius 3D Mammography is now available at Holzer Athens. In the continued fight against breast cancer, Holzer reminds you to schedule your first mammogram or maintain your routine mammography appointment. 3D mammography benefits include early breast cancer detection, reduce unnecessary callbacks by up to 40%, and discover 20 to 65% more invasive cancers than conventional mammography alone. Call 855-446-5937 to schedule your 3D mammogram today. These past few years, we've experienced profound changes in the way that we work, socialize, learn, and engage with our families and communities. At Integrated Services for Behavioral Health, we've embraced these new normals. From telehealth to home-based support to remote work, we respond to the ever-changing needs of our communities. To learn more about our home or community-based support, counseling, peer recovery, youth development, or to join our team, visit isbh.org. Integrated Services for Behavioral Health. Healthy people, strong communities. This is the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Named best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in high school football is presented by Bex Hybrids and by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Now here's your host, Skip Mossick. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to tonight in high school football's halftime report. Former Ohio State coach John Cooper has several former players coaching in the high school ranks all across the state and in fact the Buckeyes will go up against another one of Coach Cooper's former players tomorrow in Luke Fickle at Wisconsin. We'll chat about that and more with Coach Cooper next on the Ohio News Network. Bex recognizes this week's player with heart, Regina Rye from Aiken High School for her commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community. I love playing sport, especially like being with like people. It just feels so different. It's just so fun. I just love to be with my uh, teammates. Regina plays two sports in the fall, both cross country and soccer. She brought her passion for sports with her from her home country, Nepal. And she's also enjoyed her time in FFA. It was so cool that like students who came from like different schools I think in agriculture, it's just all about like learning new things and meeting new people. She learned about the importance of farming from her grandmother back home. She loved gardening, she loved growing like vegetables, and she loved planting flowers. So it was her who inspired me to be involved in agriculture. At Bex, we are and will remain farmers at heart. Since 1963, Donato's was built on three fundamentals creating a superior product, hiring great people, 
and adhering to strong principles that promote goodwill in the community. Stop by East State Street and try out their appetizing pizzas, subs, salads, desserts, and beverages with party sizes available. Donato's only uses the freshest of ingredients with no artificial colors in their food. Eat fresh. Every piece is important. Only at Donato's on East State Street in Athens. Happy fall and happy football season. Professional football became a fall favorite when it was introduced in 1920. That's 19 years after Ohio Mutual Insurance Group began keeping the promises that secure dreams. Stop in and see us at Lockhart Insurance Agency to learn more about Ohio Mutual. We can help you select the right coverage for your needs. Give us a call at 740-384-2020. If you want to protect your auto, home, farm, or business, you want Ohio Mutual on your team. This is Tonight in High School Football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mossick. We are presented by Beck's Hybrids at Beck's. They are and will remain farmers at hearts. And welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your game. Of course, tomorrow night, Ohio State will be at Wisconsin. We're joined for a few minutes this evening by former Ohio State coach John Cooper. And coach, the Badgers are coached by one of your former players in Luke Fickle, who you recruited out of DeSales High School in Columbus. Did you get a sense? when he played for you that one day he'd make a good coach? Absolutely, absolutely. You know, he, he started 51 straight games for the Buckeyes, and when he, when he graduated, and he did graduate from, the, from Ohio State, uh, he was a great assistant for us. Mm-hmm. We let him come, and, you know, and during those days, Skip, you could have four GAs, and he, he was a great assistant, and only two of them could coach on the field. We let him coach on the field. He started off coaching, and then I helped him get the – what did he go to Bowling Green, I think? Akron. Akron. He went to Akron and then uh, came back here, and the rest is history. So, pr- so proud of him. I'm telling you, I think he's done a great job. Yeah, has there been a certain thing that's impressed you the most about him, either during his time here at Ohio State, uh, down at UC, or his first year up there at Wisconsin? I, I think, I think he's, he did everything the right way. Okay. You know, he's never late for a meeting. He never, never missed a practice. Started 51 straight games. He was tough. He worked, he worked out, offseason program was a leader. Uh, I'm not surprised at all that he's, that he's a very, very successful head football coach right now. I hope someday we can get him back here. <laughs> of course, his teammate, another one of your defensive linemen during the 90s, is Mike Vrabel. Same for Braves. So good in the NFL as a player. He won the NFL Coach of the Year a couple of seasons ago. Did you think it was in the cards for Brabel to become a head coach? I, I wasn't sure about Mike. Now, he was also a great player for us, but I, I wasn't sure he was going to go into coaching. You know, he he comes from a great family. Uh, and, he, and was a great professional football player. Unlike Luke, Luke didn't play in pro pro football, but Braves played. Not not only did he play, had they won a couple of <laughs> world championships up there, but he he's a, a great coach and a, was a great player and doing a great job for Tennessee Titans. While a whole bunch of your former players are assistant high school football coaches all across the state of Ohio, a couple are now head coaches. Uh, you know, Jeff Graham for a while down at Trotwood Madison, and now Stan Jackson finishing his first season at Westerville North. Have any of your former players reached out to you for advice, either as coaches you know, or before getting into it? And if they hadn't, what advice would you give them? I, I, would, I would give them. I don't. I, I, they have not reached out to me as much as I think they should. I, I really think I could help them. The, the game you got to avoid losing. Skip before you win a game, and the team that makes the fewest mistakes usually wins a game. Don't turn the ball over. Don't get stupid penalties. Don't line up offside. Save your timeouts. Little things like that. That all those guys that, that we try to teach them when they were playing for us. You know, we had what we call the Ten Commandments. The team that makes the fewest mistakes wins. Play for and make the breaks. One comes your way, score. Win the surest way. 
I don't see a lot of pro teams or even college teams doing that right now. I, I see a lot of them mismanaging the clock, you know, and things like that, going for it when they should be kicking a field goal or or maybe kicking a field goal when they should be going for it, things, things of that nature. You know, you've obviously been involved with this your whole life. Besides the players just being bigger, what's the biggest thing you've seen change in regards to high school football going back to even when you played? Skip, the game has changed so many ways. Now now it's, it's, a, it's a wide open. It's, it's got, we've, gone, we've gone from a single wing to the wing tee to the eye formation to the wishbone to the option, and now it's a spread. And everybody's, everybody's throwing and catching the football. That's why that's why you need athletes. If if you have if, if you have guys and you, you the coaching yet yes you, you don't ask somebody to do something he can't do. If you're not as fast as that wide receiver, don't play man coverage, for example. But now everybody's running a spread offense. Everybody's got quarterbacks that can throw the football. They're outdoors. They're throwing and catching about you know about seven eight months out of the year. A lot of the better athletes are now are coming from warmer climates where they're outdoors all the time. But uh, the, the game has changed, and and if if you, you better cha- stay up with the changing times. Now, what I think predict is going to happen, I think you're going to see people spread it out, make you defend the width of the field, but you, yet you have to run the football between the tackles. He is in so many halls of fame all across the country. Former Ohio State head coach John Cooper, thanks for your time. Great catching up. Okay, thank you very much. And we'll be back to wrap up the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football halftime report presented by Bex Hybrids and by Ohio for Responsible Gambling. Next on the Ohio News Network. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott Demaro, and on behalf of the OEA's 120,000 members, we're proud to bring you tonight's game. Our members are the public school educators who coach your kids on and off the field because we believe in the potential of every student and their right to a high-quality public education, no exceptions. That's why we will continue to speak in one voice to demand the supports and resources our public schools need because public education matters. Betting happens as fast as sports. And now every play is faster than ever before. You're on the edge of your seat until the moment when it's all on the line. Which is why it's important to pause before you play. Sports are fast. Betting shouldn't be. So remember to set limits, know the risks, and pause before you play. To learn more, visit pausebeforeyouplay.org. You carry an admirable sense of pride in your work. Your farm is your life, and it's been that way for generations. So protect what you've worked so hard to build with the generations of success of State Farm Insurance. I am State Farm Agent Shauna Stump. No one can tailor coverage to meet the needs of your farm like I can. Contact Shauna Stump State Farm Insurance right here in Athens at 740-593-6882. I can give you a quote or give you more information. Get to a better state. Get to State Farm. is O-N-N. Our thanks again to former Ohio State coach John Cooper for joining us this evening. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip Mossick on the Ohio News Network. This has been the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Presented by Bex Hybrids and by Ohio for Responsible Gambling from the Ohio News Network. Wendy's new French toast sticks are so delicious, some are saying that they're better than their mom's breakfast. Excuse me, did you just say Wendy's new French toast sticks are better than my breakfast? Mom, is that you? Answer the question. I said some people are saying that because they're so crispy on the outside and fluffy on the inside and perfect in every way. Uh Uh-huh. 
And what do you think? I think it's time to tell people to choose wisely. Choose Wendy's new sweet and crispy homestyle French toast sticks. That's still not an answer. At participating U.S. Wendy's during breakfast hours. Halftime here at Bloom Carroll High School, and it has been all in the favor of the Purple and Gold. 44-7 lead for Bloom Carroll through 24 minutes. And in the second half, Athens trying to finish the season off as strong as they can to build some momentum going into next season. Cedric Granger, voice of the Bulldogs here with you alongside Matt Frazee. Matt, obviously things didn't go the best for Athens in that first half, but that scoring drive that they had early on in the game, that was where... It really felt real for that moment. I was like, let's go, Athens. Gets there. Seth Hart with a nice touchdown, who's going to be such a great returner to have back next sure. year. But there are some players that have really stood out for Athens, in my opinion, Brady Warden and Seth Hart. Any other guys that have really stood out so far in this game? Oh, uh, well, Leo Martin's had a couple really nice catches. Uh, you know, Sutton's, Sutton's have made a couple nice plays. Um, yeah, I mean, right now so far, as you said, it's been all Bloom Carroll. It's, it's hard, to, hard to pick a standout right now. Uh, from the Athens side, uh, side of things, is uh, it's been hard to get get any momentum going anywhere um, defensively. Uh, it's been been tough sailing as uh, you know Bloom Carroll's just pretty well had their way. Uh, several short fields, uh, several short drives, uh, you know, quick strike scoring plays. Um, you know, one score drives, two score drives, four score drives, kickoff returns. So uh, they've they've scored several. Uh, you know, just quick. You know, in quick fashion, I guess is the the thing. But as you said, they started things off with uh, uh, the safety as Athens unable to get the punt off in their own end zone. Have to just basically eat the eat the play, take the, the two point loss, and the uh, uh, the free kick didn't didn't go very well either. Uh, sets Bloom Carroll up uh, inside the forty yard line. Uh, you know, a fast touchdown just a, a couple plays later. Uh, find yourself down nine nothing. Uh, don't panic there. Uh, put together a really nice uh, drive. Uh, get to 9-7, as you said. Felt pretty good about, about things at that point in time. Thought, hey, they're going to fight and you know, scrap, stay in this thing a little bit. And then, you know, disaster strikes. You kick off and uh, give up the, the, the kickoff return on the, the, the next uh, play just seconds later. And it just felt like that was kind of the, the, the all that, kind of credibility and, and clout and uh, will and fight that you that you build up in that one drive it just all evaporated and and about the eight seconds it took the uh, the returner to run the length of the field there and then uh, it just kind of all disappeared and it's been all bloom Carroll from that that uh, moment on yeah it snowballed very quickly as tonight we have a great slate of games all throughout our sister stations uh, some of the standout games of course pure rock 105 Trimble and Elgin. That's been a great game so far. We're about to share that score here. Bel Air, Nelsonville, York, Vinton County, and Gallia. That's on WYRO. 
Marietta and Jackson, of course, and Bexley and Granville. A couple other great matches. The reason I brought up the Bexley-Granville one, Bexley played Nelsonville-York earlier on this season. Granville, another team that's at the top of Division Three, Region 11. But with that said, let's jump into the scores. Matt, take it away. Well, uh, again, the ones of major concern are more, more prevalent for our area, I guess. Nelsonville-York, 12. Uh, Bel Air 6, that's now moved into the third quarter. Uh, so good good for the Buckeyes. A little, little, little lead at home finally. Uh, not in the area. Wheelersburg, it's, it's a game of interest though because Wheelersburg's always tough. Uh, and they uh, are, are taking on a very difficult Afrocentric team. Uh, and they lead 21-0. So uh, tells you all you need to know about uh, about Wheelersburg and uh, even though they've got a few losses on the season, which is a little uncharacteristic, they're still a pretty darn good football team. Uh, another big game of interest, Waterford 14, Miller 0 at the half. Um, two you know, common local teams. Trimble and Elgin 6-6 at the break. Uh, kind of a hard game to get a gauge on. You know, We talked about it. Uh, Elgin is one of those teams that's a 10-team league play nine league games so really really difficult to kind of get a handle on uh on how good they are because you can't find any common opponents or uh, anyone around the state to kind of compare the schedules to so uh just really hard to gauge how good or bad they are and uh, uh, you know tremble going up there holding their own six six uh on the road at the moment here so uh heath uh, trailing at Portsmouth West 9-7, so another a little unconventional score there. Uh, Garraway leading Rock Hill 35-7. Sheridan, after trailing early on in the game, now leads uh, 28-7 over Morgan. Uh, 27, uh, I'm sorry, 20-8. Uh, Harvest Prep leading New Lex at the, at the moment. Uh, Eastern 27. Shadyside 14. That's the Chillicothe version of Eastern, not the uh, Meg's version of Eastern. So Both Eastern is having a great season. Yeah, they're the one and two in, that same, in the same region. Uh, team one, team two. So uh, Fairfield Christian just down the street here. Uh, 41-24 over Sayetoville, so those guys are putting up some points. Another team just down the, the street the other direction here. Uh, Indian Valley uh, having their way with Logan Elm right now. A bit of a surprise. 28-7. Uh, just Logan Elm not having a very good night, apparently. Uh, Colgrove, 22, uh, Northmore, 14. Uh, so, Colgrove on the road with the lead. Uh, Matchup, rematch from last week. Uh, Portsmouth traveling to Fairland for the second week in a row, uh, trailing 28, uh, 25-18 at the break. Ironton having their way with Worthington Christian, 56-0 at the half. The Good Eastern from Meigs County, 34. Burn Union, 0 at the half. Uh, Taft leading McLean 18 nothing, Zane Trace 17 nothing. Uh, there's tons and tons of scores flowing in all, all around right now. But there is. I got a couple more from Steve Figgle, who's back in the studio helping us out. Wants to give him a nice little shout out. River 49, Bishop Rosecrans 7. One thing to note about River, they were supposed to play Trimble in this season. Uh, also, there's you have Galley Academy there. 27, Benton County nothing. And for the Vikings, great season nevertheless. TVC Ohio champs, 9-1 yep. in one year, one of the best records they've had in school history. However, it looks like it's going to come down to a screeching halt against a very talented Galley Academy team, a team that Athens saw yep. earlier this season and lost 30 to nothing to. 
and the, there's the other big one here that, that uh, these folks here in Bloom Carroll are going to be concerned with tonight is the Jackson Ironmen are uh, leading Marietta 21-7 at the break. That's right, 21-7 lead for Jackson. Once again, the winner of that matchup does match up against Bloom Carroll and Athens, that winner of that right now with Bloom Carroll easily in the driver's seat. Other ones that we've seen... We said Nelsonville, York 12, Bel Air 6, Urbana 28. Shockingly, Unioto down 28-14. They had a great season, 9-1. Miami Trace up against Hamilton Township. Hamilton Township 9-1. But Miami Trace coming in there, giving them a great fight. 21-20 lead for the Miami Trace Panthers. Also another team, Fort Pry, right around that Marietta area with a 21-14 lead at halftime over Tuscarawas Valley. So there's a lot of scores there all over the place. It's a crazy night for football, of course, with the playoffs. One thing that we did talk about going up here between you, Sam, and I, Matt, um, it was about the playoff formatting and how you have 16 teams that make it, and you posed a potential addendum or solution, we should say, for how they should do it. What is it? Well, i tell you, you know, everybody's got their, their own opinions, and, and there are multiple things or ways you could do things, and uh, the expansion has happened for for multiple reasons. They want to include more teams as one of it. Uh, but the bottom line is the LHSAA likes money, and uh, they're not really likely to contract the, the formula and give back uh, that extra week of football. Um, the issue is right now the regions are so big, um, especially with the 16-team you know, 16 teams making it, travel can be extreme in some situations in some of these regions. Uh, for instance, tonight, uh, South Point is at Barnesville. That's nearly a four-hour bus ride on the opening round of of regional play. That's ridiculous. Ridiculous. You think of another one, too. Um, I think Heath has to go about two and a half hours yeah, I, I to mean, uh, Fort Smith West. On an opening round game, you, you shouldn't be traveling more than more than an hour max. I mean, you're, you're in your own region. That's no, in no way, shape, or form should you... I mean, the state's four quarters plus central Ohio. I mean, there's no reason you should be out of an hour and a half in any direction, you know. If you're going tip region. to tip in your own region, it shouldn't be more than, than, in, than that far. And uh, it's just the, there's some extreme examples that you can use. But, um, you know, potentially, you know, if you're going to let that many teams in, just double the regions. Make them districts, potentially. Um, you know, why not let 8 out of 12 in a district in instead of 16 out of 24 in a region? Uh, and then you can kind of condense the areas that you're playing in. Uh, shorten some of these travels up for some of these teams because, you know, think about, you know, those kids had to leave school probably at noon today to travel up there and play that football game tonight. Then they're going to play, get done at 10, 10.30 tonight, and then have to get on a school bus and travel, you know, four-plus hours back home. They're probably going to get, by the time they get into their homes, you know, you're talking 2 o'clock in the morning probably. I mean, that's, you know, you, you, we talk about player safety a lot. Um, you know, on the field and trying to do things to protect the kids and protect what they do. And then, you know, those kind of off-the-field safety things sometimes aren't considered. And right. How do you expect maybe they to should win be. and compete off of that, too? We've seen well, South Point be a little bit flat coming off of there, and that's probably a part of the reason why. You had to sit in a cheese wagon for But think of how much, how much more dangerous it is to, to put, a, 
you know, that team on a school bus for a four-hour trip, how much, uh, you know, just traffic accident potential you're putting in there, you know, deer, you know, just so many things can happen on a trip that late, um, you know, especially with tired drivers and things, you know, that, that late into the in, into an evening. And uh, I'm not saying that's the, the right solution. It's just, you know, an idea that, that could be, you know, there, there are probably a million other solutions that would work every bit as well, maybe some even better, but um, something has to change at some point. Uh, to, they, they need to redraw districts or regions or something, but something has to change. You can't have that kind of travel involved. It's just not productive. We're just about ready for the start of the third quarter. Bloom Carroll with a 44-7 lead over the Athens Bulldogs. And Bulldogs will be kicking off to the other Bulldogs. Your Athens Bulldogs, I should say, are kicking off to the Bloom Carroll Bulldogs. I've had to catch myself multiple times on that. So used to saying your touchdown Bulldogs. you got to be more specific today. The green and gold Bulldogs with the purple and gold ones. But kicking off left to right, Osiris is with a onside kick. It's a low ball that's recovered at around the 39-yard line by Bloom Carroll. Tyler Harrison with the recovery. And this sets up a first down and 10 for Bloom Carroll. Starting at around the 43, they'll call it. Which I don't know how it would be the 43. It was kind of up a little bit farther in front. Yeah, they'll move it back. I thought it was the 39 or 40, but it is. That is correct. It is at the 40-yard line, and here we go. Here comes the Bulldog defense looking to shut down this powerful offense of Bloom Carroll. They are bringing the starters back up here. Thant Anavong and Armin Trout, as well as their Star left tackle, Jaden Ball. First down and 10 on their own 40. It's a handoff counter to the right side to Armand Trout. And Armand Trout is running. He's to the 50 and pushed out of bounds at the 45-yard line. A gain of 15. And whenever he takes a carry, it's must-see TV. When he turns on the acceleration, he gets up like a flash, like a flash of gray, a bullet maybe. And that's first down and 10 for Bloom Carroll in Athens territory at the 42-yard line. Been a balanced attack for Bloom Carroll today. Eleven minutes to go in quarter number three, 44 to seven lead for Bloom Carroll. Bishop goes in motion into the backfield. Dan Danavong takes the snap on first and ten. He's back to pass, looking to his left. Now rolling to his right. The right he throws over the middle. It's caught by Bishop. Bishop jukes past the man across the 40, across the 35, and taken down at the 31-yard line. A gain of 11 for Broden Bishop and a first down for Bloom Carroll. Yeah, uh, Isaiah Roberts gets good pressure, has him on the run, gets him, gets him retreating, backpedaling, and he's still able to make a, a solid throw over the middle. Uh, find, finds his receiver uh, sitting down right in the middle of the field in the comfort zone. I was able to pick up a, a solid first down. Uh, just when, when things are going your way, they're going your way. Bishop over 100 yards receiving today. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Tight end in the formation. First down and 10 for Bloom Carroll at the Athens 31. It's a handoff to Armitrout. He shakes the first arm tackle. He's to the 20. Working inside to the 15-yard line and taken down at exactly the 15. Gain of 16 yards and a first down. Tackle made by Leo Martin, who did a good job at his cornerback position, forcing Armentrout to go inside and not cut outside. If he cuts outside, it's a touchdown. Since he was able to make him cut inside, he was able to get some help from the safety on the back end. 
Uh, I was believe Sharp was there to help him out too. Nevertheless, though, a first down and 10 for Bloom Carroll. As Armin Trout, he's had a phenomenal day as well. Two touchdown runs, one of 22, one of 20. First down and 10 for Bloom Carroll, up 44 to 7, 9 minutes 23 to go in quarter number three. First down and 10 at the Athens 16. Dantana Vaughn takes a snap at the pitch to the left side. And that's one of the other backup running backs. Works his way into the end zone. And touchdown, Bloom Carroll. Bo Sherman, he was just short of getting a touchdown in the second quarter, and now he earns his touchdown in the third quarter. It's a 50-burger for Bloom Carroll. 50-7 lead at home. And I'm sure Sherman is smiling to himself, the junior, standing at five foot six, 155. Got a lot of heart, though, with the way he runs. He finished that runoff very well. It's his first rushing touchdown of the game, and here comes McKee on for the extra point. Does have a kick of over 40 yards to his name on the season. Here comes the extra point. The kick is up, and the kick is good. He's got a kick from, from uh, you know, 40 in regulation for that counted for points. We've seen him kick it through from the 70 today. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's unbelievable. With ease. So a 60-yard drive ending in a 16-yard touchdown run for number 29, Bo Sherman. Jackson starting to add a couple more touchdowns. 35 to 7 lead for the Ironmen over Marietta. That was a matchup we thought almost would happen. Athens against Jackson. It came down very close in the final weeks. That would have been an interesting matchup as well, too, just for the fact that it would have been a... Talk about a matchup next week between two really good running backs, right? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Next week, Bloom Carroll versus Jackson. Cade Wolford versus Dylan Armantrout. Yeah. Yeah, hey, get your get your popcorn ready for that one, right? It'll be a battle. Eight minutes, 24 seconds left to go and counting with the running clock. 51-7 lead. And McKee puts that one high up in the air. And this one just short and everybody goes, oh, in the crowd. Oh, only the back of the end zone. They got 68 yards on that one. <laughs> Tells Justin Tucker, hold my beer. Or I'll say, hold my soda. You got to wait four more years. Yeah, right. <laughs> Eight minutes, ten seconds left to go. 51-7 lead for Bloom Carroll over Athens. First down and ten for the Dogs. The Athens Dogs, I should say. And let's see if the Bulldogs can put together a touchdown drive. Their one touchdown drive of the game, it was impressive. 90 yards, including a 68-yard bomb from Braden Young to Leo Martin on that drive. And Seth Hart with the touchdown reception. First down and 10. It's a throw to the left side to Sutton. Sutton makes a nice juke. He's across the line of scrimmage, across the 25, pushed out of bounds right in front of the 30-yard line. This will depend on the spot. It looks like they give him about 9, 8 or 9, to the 28-yard line. So second down and 2 after the nice play for Sutton. We're getting to see the seeds being planted here. This is what I expect a lot of next year with Sutton really being that primary slot receiver. And just think about it. This receiving core is going to be deadly between Sharp, Sutton, Bykowski, Leo Martin, Young with the handoff to Alex Pirro on second down and two to the left side. And it looks like he's going to fight. Spins his way across the line to gain and has first down yardage to the 30-yard line. Gain of two and a first down for Athens. Yeah, and, and again, uh, you know, these guys kind of working for 
you, know, you see it toward next year. It's not uh, not so much game one next year. These these kids are are gaining experience, and it's it's overall experience. It's not just it's plays, mental reps. Uh, First down and ten. It's a handoff inside to Puro once again, and he is brought to the ground by Lincoln Miller, the defensive lineman, after a gain of about three. So Bulldogs move up from the 31 to the Athens 34-yard line, bringing up a second down and seven. Alex Piro coming off of a game last week where he carried the ball 37 times. Smash mouth football last week for Athens between Young and Piro. Young hands it off inside to Piero on second down and seven. This time he is corralled in the backfield. The defensive line getting some penetration for Bloom Carroll. A lot of great jerseys, and that was number 11, David Mullen, who ended two Athens drives in the second quarter. Comes up with a nice play from his defensive end position. That's something that you like to see from your outside linebacker slash defensive end sort of edge position. A nice, lengthy type of guy. I'm willing to bet he plays basketball. <laughs> right. Uh, it looks like he can box one out, right? Third and eight. It's a screen over to the right side. Alex Pirro just able to catch it by his hands but was tackled in the backfield. If he didn't catch that, it almost was a backward yeah, pass. Yeah, it was definitely a backward pass. He had to go get it. It's one of those things where you almost wanted to say, oh, it would have been better off if he dropped it, but he couldn't. <laughs> it was going to be a backwards pass. It's a fumble and a live ball. He had to do what he had to do and go down and do it and just lose the yardage, unfortunately. Yeah, loss of six yards there. This brings up a fourth down and 13 for the Bulldogs on their own 28-yard line. And here comes punter David Sharp back to work. Sharp's punt up in the air. And it looks like a piece of it got blocked. Across the 50, but takes a great Athens bounce. That's something that Sharp has gotten a lot of these uh, this game. There's been a good amount of Athens bounces. Yeah, I tell you, it's, it's Bloom Carroll's got some some good uh, pressure on the punt uh, here tonight. But Athens has had uh, some punt protection issues at other times this year. We've had several instances where uh, teams have gotten really close. We had one a week ago. Uh, right. The Megs game where walk, that was the... Walked right back in the face just a week ago. Uh, you know, ball straight back, right. backwards just, you know, last week. So, uh, again, just another one of those things that's going to have to work on a little bit of that protection. Uh, some, some of that special teams, uh, things are going to have to be worked out from this young group as well. First down and 10 for Dylan Armantrout and the rest of this Boone Carroll team. Speaking of Armantrout, he breaks another tackle. He's off to the 40, off to the 30, cuts back inside and is taken down all the way down at the 22-yard line. Wow, once again he does that. A gain of 34 yards and a first down for Bloom Carroll. 51-7 lead for BC. Four minutes, seven seconds left to go. In quarter number three, Armin Trout, a job well done. He'll take a seat on the bench, gets a nice high five. Getting ready to not only play Division I football, but also serve the country as a cadet at West Point. Speaks to the type of guy he is as well to get that opportunity. We're under four minutes to go in quarter number three. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. First down and ten for Bloom Carroll at the Athens 21. Than Thanabong back to throw. He fires to the right side. Incomplete. Was looking for his running back Sherman out of the backfield. The defense was there by Seth Hart. 
This brings up a second down and 10. Nice job by Athens, though, forcing the incompletion. As if Sherman would have caught that ball, he would have gotten depleted. Yeah, he was. <laughs> I think that was Hart there that had him lined, had him lined up. Uh, crosshairs. Uh, uh, sonar. <laughs> radar. Ding. Uh, whatever. Ding. Whatever whatever you wanted to use was locked on, and he was about to ex just blow through him there. And fortunately, he didn't catch it. Second down and 10. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Athens showing blitz up the middle. Second down and 10. It's a handoff to Sherman. Sherman trying to get off the right tackle. Evades one defender and then gets popped. He is absolutely destroyed on the right side. I believe that was... cannot see who. I think it was... Devin Barnes, I believe that was Devin Barnes making the tackle. He's a guy that does some wrestling, if I remember correctly. Getting ready for that season. Got nice and low with a takedown. <laughs> Give him some points for that. Barnes, a great revelation for this team, too. Don't believe he played last season, if I remember right. Or did. Maybe he was injured last season. Injured last season. So him jumping into the starting lineup this year at corner Excellent tackler. Very good at form tackling people up. Third down and three for Bloom Carroll at the Athens 14-yard line. Than Thanavong gets a handoff over to the left side to Sherman. Sherman trying to spin his way forward. Warden would not let go, and it's going to be a close call. First down was at the 11-yard line, and it's going to be real close, and they're going to call him short. What a play by Brady Warden. Did not let go of that left leg let, of let the kicker put one through. They should. I wouldn't let I mean, you don't have to go for this. I mean, what's the point in going for this at this point? I'd let, my, I'd let my kicker put this thing through and let this crowd have fun with it. Yeah, because he already is a crowd favorite, you can tell. I mean, you're, up, you're up 44 points here. What good does this do you? 51-7, Bloom Carroll in front, fourth down and one. At the Athens 12-yard line, Dan Thanavong with the split backfield. He hands it off to the left side to his running back, working in, mooking the first down, and touchdown. That is Jet Jones checking into the backfield at running back, and he scores a touchdown as there's a penalty flag on the play. As it stands right now, an 11-yard run off tackles. We've seen a wide variety of guys line up in the backfield. He's probably like the fifth or sixth guy we've seen. But here comes the penalty flag. 57 to 7. Offensive lineman Jaden Ball. Personal foul against Blue Carroll is the penalty. The question is whether is this going to nullify the penalty or will this be, was it after the play or before the play? Did you see it, Matt? I did not. Yeah. There's a big melee right around the goal line, so it could have been either one. Well, as it stands now, Jet Jones, the guy with a pretty cool name for a football player. Gets himself a touchdown. He's really earned it today. Has an interception. He's been playing some great coverage. Looks like it was after the play. They're going to do it on the kickoff. Oh, now this is a real test. This is something interesting. That means McKee gets to kick that ball from the, yeah, 20 instead of the 35 or 25 instead of the 40. Yeah. So really gets to test the leg that time. Or is it on the Bulldog? Oh, and they said... <laughs> The PA announcing said on the Bulldogs, and I got confused for a second. I'm, I'm like, yeah, oh, that's it's no. 57-7 yeah. lead for BCHS. Here's McKee on for the extra point. This is the most points scored by Bloom Carroll all season long. Waiting to kick the extra point. McKee is waiting. Here's the extra point. The kick is up, and that kick is true. To McKee's credit, 
He has made every single extra point today. He's only missed one on the season. Yeah. 45 for 46 on his season. But now with the penalty assist to the kickoff, this is something that I think will be interesting. There's a big hug on the sideline. Jet Jones getting a hug from Dylan Armand Trout. If you're Athens, no matter what the score looks like, if you happen to lose to the team that ultimately wins the state title, this is certainly going to be a team that's going to be in the mix. You got some good teams, though. Division Three, Region 11. Jackson will be an excellent opponent next week for Bloom Carroll in what should be one of the best games in the entire state. Here's a chance, though, for Leo Martin as this kickoff's coming from the 25-yard line. Here's a true test right now for his leg strength. I'm excited for this, Matt. Here we go. One minute, eight seconds left to go. 58-7 to seven lead with Bloom Carroll kicking off to Athens. Bloom Carroll up 58-7 to seven to be more specific. Here's the kickoff from McKee. He puts everything he has into that one, and that kick goes all the way to the 10-yard line. Sutton has some trouble with it. Corrals it at the 1. Now he's across the 10, working to his left side, trying to evade a defender. He does. He's at the 15, at the 20, and he's got speed. He's flying down the left, far sideline across the 35 and taken down all the way at around the 42-yard line. Some excellent composure from Anthony Sutton. He fumbled the kickoff initially, then took it 41 yards up the left side of the formation and did a good job. Got some good blocks, too, and made a nice job of uh, breaking one of the tackles. Here with 55 left to go in quarter number three. Nice work for Sutton. Is this all-purpose yard's got to be near 100. Yeah, he's, uh, he's had a pretty good night tonight. Bodes well for next year. Said one of the key pieces of this offense next year, you're going to have him, you're going to have Sharp as your slot receivers. you got Bykovsky and... Leo Martin outside, Young returning at quarterback, Pure returning at running back. Weston Wheatley, I expect to make a jump as well, too. Here's the handoff up the middle to Piro. Piro still barreling down. He had his shoulders nice and low. Gets past the line of scrimmage and right to the BC logo. Across the 45, and that's a gain of four to the 47-yard line. I think Weston Wheatley's impact next year could be the Piro won't have to carry the ball 37 times. Because um, Wheatley is a very similar runner to Piro. Uh, runs hard, runs strong. Uh, can probably take a little bit of that load off of Piro. Second down and six with eight seconds left to go in the half. And the Bulldogs look like they will run out the clock. And that's how we end quarter number three. We're up through three quarters at Bloom Carroll High School. 58-7 to lead for the Bloom Carroll Bulldogs. They are looking to cruise their way to round number two. You're listening to Bulldog Football on 970 WATH. It's that time of year again. Hunting season is just around the corner, so stop by the Rocky Outdoor Gear Store located at 45 East Canal Street in Nelsonville and check out their archery department. They have Matthews, Boyd, PSE, and 10-point bows. Whether you're looking for an upgrade or just need your bow fixed, their bow tech will get you ready for the fall. They also have a wide selection of firearms, ammo, boots, and camo. Come check it all out at the Rocky Outdoor Gear Store. Open 9 a.m. to 7 p.m. Monday through Saturday and 10 a.m. through 6 p.m. on Sunday. Roving reporter here. 
Excuse me, ma'am. I'll give you $14,934,386.83 if you can tell me the best place in town to get pops, chips, candy, sports drinks, and a lot more. Uh, Stop and Cop? That's right! Stop and Cop drive through carry-out is the best place to get party stuff. Munchies, all kinds of pops and sodas. Excuse me. Candies galore, chips, sports drinks. Excuse me? Yes, what is it? What about my money? What money? Something, something, million dollars. Can't remember how much, huh? <laughs> Stop and Cop drive through carry-out, 362 Richland Avenue, Athens. Proud supporter of high school sports. Are you looking to earn a degree or finish? the degree you started, look no farther than the Rio Grande Med Center. Offering degrees and certificate programs in healthcare, business, education, social work, and industry. With so much to choose from, we are sure to have the perfect career for you. Interested in College Credit Plus classes? We can help with that too. To see how you can earn your degree or certificate right here close to home, call the Rio Grande Meg Center, 992-1880. Think affordable, think grand. The Rio Grande Meg Center. Tomcats are going to have a, a chance to potentially play again next week. Five to four lead, or five and four season, I should say, for Trimble. As welcome into the third quarter, we had a very quick timeout. Is Young going deep, deep for Martin, and Martin catches it. Has it? Leo Martin with the diving catch, but the line judge on the other no, side. No, no, that's a horrible call. That's a horrible call. It was an excellent effort by Martin and the, the referee. Decided to say no, and that was a great effort. It makes you just—it's painful. It's 58 to seven. Morden sells out for the ball, but it is incomplete. Yeah. yeah. 10:38 to go in quarter number four. But Leo Morden—he's had a couple of big plays today, including a 68-yard reception. And Young was looking for him right up the seam on what looked like the same play, and he's been able to get a nice step against some of these DBs for. Boone Carroll, but it looks like um, they have substituted the second string in for BC officially. There it is. The flag flies, and a delay is called against Athens. So a delay of game against Athens as, as we continue to go through this fourth quarter running clock. Give a shout-out to our sponsors, Stop and Cop, home of the coldest beverages in Athens. Integrated services, healthy people, strong communities. Wendy's, fresh, never frozen. Donato's, where every piece is important. Lockard Insurance of Wellston, helping you find the right coverage today with Ohio Mutual. Holzer Health System, taking local health care to the next level. And Atomic Credit Union Bank Online are at one of our convenient branches across southern Ohio. More to come. Second down and 15. Full moon here tonight at Bloom Carroll High School, about 20 minutes outside the city limits of Columbus, Ohio. Devin Barnes goes in motion, and he'll have a handoff over to the right side. Try to turn up field before being written down, and he does cross the line of scrimmage. Gains about four yards. Pretty close to the original line of scrimmage. This brings up a third down and 15 for Athens at the Bloom Carroll 48-yard line. 58-7 lead for the Bloom Carroll Bulldogs. Nine minutes, 18 seconds left to go. Also want to give a shout out to Rio Grande Meg Center. Call 740-992-1880 for enrollment questions today. Rocky Outdoor Gear. It's a leading designer, manufacturer, and marketer of premium quality footwear and apparel marketed under a portfolio of well-recognized brand matters. Third down and 11. Bulldogs back to pass. Young up the middle. It's Brady Warden on the catch. He makes two guys miss. Has the first down across the 30. Working to the far sideline. Is taken down at the 27-yard line. A gain of 21 yards for Warden. And a first down for Athens. Yeah. How many catches does Warden have on the year? That's... That might be his first. At least the first one I can remember. Yeah, I can't, I can't Hart remember. Did a lot more of the uh, tight end, sort of H-back tight end 
formation. But good for Warden. He's earned it with the way he's played defense. Get some offensive reps in there. Wow. Try to get him a touchdown. I mean, the other tight end you know, early in the season was uh, Luke Kaiser. Too. Yeah, Kaiser. Yeah, it wasn't. I don't, I don't even remember Wharton playing tight end. Yeah, maybe a little last year at times. First down and 10, Athens at the Bloom Carroll 27. Piro trying to work his way up the right hashes, and he has swung to the ground, a little wrestling match in there. It was About number two, two and a half. 64, Kyle Van Bierick on the tackle. And it's now second down and nine for Athens at the Bloom Carroll 26. Lastly, last sponsor, State Farm Insurance. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Actually, last Halloween, I was Jake from State Farm. Fun fact. <laughs> Second down in nine. For the record, I did have the khakis. Young takes the snap, pitches it out to Alex Pirro. Looking for some room, and he gets the edge. He's across the 25, across the 20, and dragged down at around the 19-yard line. No. Very close to the first down. They'll call him just two yards short, and it's third down and two for the Athens Bulldogs. At the Bloom Carroll 19, they're in the red zone. Nelson, New York still holding on to a lead, 20 to 12. Remains one possession. That would be a, a nice bounce back for Nelsonville York. Had a seven-game win streak in the middle of the season, just like what Bloom Carroll had. And then had a little losing streak with the back-to-back -back losses. Six minutes, 56 left to go in quarter number four. 58 to seven lead for Bloom Carroll. It's the first third and two. Young throws one deep in. That pass is caught. A diving catch by Brady Warden inside the 10-yard line. A gain of 13 and a first and goal for the Bulldogs. How about Warden on this drive? Right. Beautiful catch right into the breadbasket as Young was hit as he throws, as he threw that one. First down and goal from the six. A handoff to Alex Pirro to the right side. Pirro meets Nothing. four or five Bloom Carroll defenders, but continuing to chug those legs across the five and is down at the four-yard line. The fact he got two yards out of that, it was one on five. Yeah, there was, he still got two. There was nothing there, and he, he got from the seven to the four, which is incredible. <laughs> one thing to note, Athens started with their best field position all day. They started this possession at their own 41 after a great return by Anthony Sutton. Second down and goal. Sutton with the pitch over to the left side and Piro is taken down in the backfield. Tackle for a loss by number nine, Tyler Harrison. And that brings up a third and goal in Athens back to their to the Bloom Carroll seven-yard line. So nice play by Harrison that time. Four down territory, of course, for the Bulldogs. Five minutes, 34 seconds, last chance potentially to score. The Bloom Carroll gets the ball back. Bet they run the clock out with this running clock. 58-7 lead for Bloom Carroll. Athens, though, trying to get to double-digit points. Young takes the snap on third and goal. Fakes the handoff. Play action. It's a slant over the middle. It's caught. Leo Martin with the slant. Touchdown, Bulldogs. And the Bulldogs never give it up. They keep chugging. 58-13 with five minutes, seven seconds left to go in quarter number four. Leo Martin with his sixth touchdown reception of the season, and he balled out all throughout the season. Yeah, Leo's Over 500 had a, yards this year. Yeah. What a year for him. Yeah, Leo's had a great season, and nice to see him get, get one on the board for the night. Osiris's extra point is up, and it is good. How about a two-for-two two day for Osiris's in his final game as the kicker for the Athens Bulldogs, one of the four seniors on this roster, but Young now up to 14 touchdown passes on the season. Not bad. 
completed 67% of his passes going into this matchup and completed a couple of passes on that drive. Brady Warden, one of the key players on that drive, a nice diving catch, also had a 20-yard catch on a third down, and then a nice slant pass. It was a play-action play, which that's where Athens has found a lot of their success today, Matt. Yeah, uh, again, both both of those things, play-action and the slant. <laughs> so uh, they've, they've both been successful, and, um, you know, of the, of the one thing that they they can do or had, had a little bit of success with the, it was those things and just uh, not enough of it uh, uh, had a little bit early kind of got it going just a little bit and then just didn't happen uh, just just couldn't make it happen four minutes 37 seconds left to go in quarter number four it's a roller that ball going to the back and it's a broden bishop bishop hops on it at the 19 yard line and Bloom Carroll will start this possession. More than likely just going to run out the clock the rest of the way as the JV offense officially getting a chance, or I won't assume JV, I'll say second string offense. Could be some JV guys in the mix as well. And here it is, the last chance for a couple of the Athens seniors. Brody Schwarzel had a fantastic season for Athens. Made the big play against Logan, forcing the fumble when it looked like Athens was going to lose the game. All the Logan Chieftains had to do was just go to the ground. If they did, it would have been game over. The running back kept running with the ball, and Schwarzel punched it loose. That was a huge play, and Athens beat their rivals, the Logan Chieftains, 30-21 to on that day as Bloom Carroll getting ready for a first down and 10 on their own 19. But he's had a great year. He's a guy that Coach Nathan White raved about. Also, Wiley Anderson, the captain of this defense, and one of the seniors at the handoff over to the right side. 15, Stacey Diamond, it's Stacy Diamond in the third, looking to shine bright like a diamond. <laughs> Gets tackled in the backfield, though, bringing up a second down and 11. Isaiah Roberts in on the tackle. But Wiley Anders, I can't mention enough his big impact on this Athens defense. Will be a huge loss. It's a great family. I got to talk with Sean Anderson, his dad, quite a bit as well. Playing on both sides of the ball, dealt with injury midseason two, worked his way back up, and was huge in that Nelsonville-York win. Lance Osiris has had some fun moments as well, too. My favorite, when he had the uh, onside kick against Wellston. Yep, yep. Great moment for him. Here's the handoff inside on second down and 11 for Bloom Carroll. A couple of these guys getting your chance to get your name in the scorebook. That's Nathaniel Cordell. He's deserved himself a carry after the way he's played special teams today. He's made a couple of tackles sure in has. terms of kickoff coverage. He's made some tackles on the punt return and just anything that he can do. He's been doing a good job. He's also on the hands team, so Athens tried a couple onside kicks. He had a nice recovery there. So when you have guys working hard like that, that's how you know they're going to be dudes when they continue to work with this. Wow. 304 play. 58-14 to 14 lead for Bloom Carroll. They are cruising their way to the second round where they'll take on Jackson in a very anticipated matchup. Quarterback back to throw. Griffith, and that pass is incomplete. Leo Martin with the great coverage on that pass to the right side to Luke Creviston. It was intended for Creviston, I should say. Yeah, good, good defense by Martin there. I tell you, kind of looking ahead here. Trimble, you know, with that couple score lead down the stretch now. Uh, Looks like Northmore's holding on to, to hold serve there. So Trimble for the second week in a row going to go above Marion to play, have to play again next week. So another two and a half, two, almost three-hour drive for the Tomcats next week. 
First punt of the night for Bloom Carroll. Punt high up in the air by McKee. And takes a bounce and rolls out of bounds at the 48-yard line of Bloom Carroll. That's a, a good coffin corner style kick yeah. if he's like, it's about the 50-yard line where it took a nice bounce and went out of bounds. Some good skill set by McKee. Two minutes, five seconds left to go. Athens, chance one more time for the offense. This is where I wish, uh, you know, get your seniors out there, give them a, some of those eligible numbers and maybe give them a handoff or something, you know, something fun. Speaking of that, last week apparently, just like oh, you yeah. mentioned, there was a guard trap that was run, and it was in the, yeah. uh, I think, which game was it? It was Alexander Meggs. Meggs, yeah. yep. Meggs ran a guard trap. I knew it was going to happen. I, I, I told you week one, somebody was going to somebody was going to try it. <laughs> took a long time for somebody in our area to try it anyway, but it happened. Yep, the offensive guard coming around to get a handoff. Braden Young takes a snap, first down and 10. Bloom Carroll 45. He's looking deep for Martin. Martin tries to adjust, and incomplete. Coverage Gotta was by Nathaniel Portal. Clock's not stopping, boys. Up one minute, three seconds left. It's, I expect Athens just to take a couple deep shots. What do you got to lose here? Yeah, nothing. <laughs> Young with two touchdown passes today. Maybe trying to even it up and get three. He's had a couple of turnovers today as well. Trio of picks. Some of them have been bad luck, though. One minute, 13 seconds left to go. 58-14 to 14 lead. Here's the pitch outside to Piro. Piro trying to get outside, and he has swung to the ground. Tackle made by Corian Henderson, the senior defensive back. Back to the 50-yard line. Loss of yardage. Bringing up a third down and 11. Just 54 seconds remain in the game. And what has been an emphatic Bloom Carroll win in the Battle of the Bulldogs. Series was tied 1-1 one -one between these two teams going into this matchup. The rubber match, so to speak, going to the Bulldogs in purple and gold. Young, back to throw. He's under duress. Rolls out of it. Rolling to his left. Still alive. Throws up a prayer. It's up and incomplete. Intended for Caden Bykowski. Coverage by Corian Henderson. But the pass so far out of bounds after Young doing a great job. Just to even get out of that tackle. And that'll be the end of the game. Yep, Athens line it up. content to end the season. And that is a good season indeed. The Bulldogs, they triple their win total. From last year, they win six games, but it's not enough in round one of the playoffs against the 8-2, now 9-2, Bloom Carroll Bulldogs. They are a team on a mission. They lost in the state championship last year, and they're looking to win the state championship this year. Bloom Carroll 58, Athens 14. We'll have our final thoughts here from Bloom Carroll High School when we come back. You're listening to Bulldog Football on 970 WATH. Oh no, I forgot my wallet at home. That's okay. I can cover you. With Atomic Credit Union, I have digital wallet, so my cards are stored right on my phone. Really? So you never have to worry about leaving your card at home? Nope. As long as I have my phone, I can pay anywhere that accepts Apple Pay or Google Wallet. Make the switch to Atomic Credit Union for an easy, seamless banking experience wherever you go. Federally insured by NCUA. Life insurance is one of those subjects that makes people want to change the subject rather than admit they probably don't have enough. My name is Shauna Stump, and I am your local State Farm Insurance agent here in Athens. I can focus your attention on how the benefits of life insurance actually live on by asking people to think in terms of life without having to sell the house insurance or life without having to give up college insurance. 
Find out how the benefits of life insurance can live on for your family. Call me, Shauna Stump State Farm Insurance in Athens, Ohio, 740-593-6882 and put the life back in life insurance. Happy fall and happy football season. Professional football became a fall favorite when it was introduced in 1920. That's 19 years after Ohio Mutual Insurance Group began keeping the promises that secure dreams. Stop in and see us at Lockhart Insurance Agency to learn more about Ohio Mutual. We can help you select the right coverage for your needs. Give us a call at 740-384-2020. If you want to protect your auto, home, farm, or business, you want Ohio Mutual on your team. Since 1963, Donato's was built on three fundamentals, creating a superior product, hiring great people, and adhering to strong principles that promote goodwill in the community. Stop by East State Street and try out their appetizing pizzas, subs, salads, desserts, and beverages with party sizes available. Donato's only uses the freshest of ingredients with no artificial colors in their food. Eat fresh. Every piece is important. Only at Donato's on East State Street in Athens. The Bulldog season comes to a close at Bloom Carroll High School. They fall 58 to 14 in the Battle of the Bulldogs. My name is Cedric Granger, voice of the Bulldogs. Here in football season for the final time alongside Matt Frazee. And, of course, back in the studio, Steve Figgle. Happy to be with you and happy to have joined you for another Athens football season. A year of so much growth, so much improvement. And it's great to be able to see these guys be rewarded for all their efforts sure. throughout the summer with a playoff appearance. I heard they got clapped out on the entire drive to, um, when they were leaving their high school, yep. going through the plains, and then going onto the freeway. Yep. So these are memories these guys are never going to forget. Students getting to storm the field after the win against Nelsonville York, beating Logan in matchup 99 of one of the mo most historical rivalries in all of Southeast Ohio, and then, of course, beating Alexander. No Athens fan is going to complain about getting to beat the Spartans in any sport. So a lot to be proud of for the Athens Bulldogs. So they ran into a buzzsaw today in Bloom Carroll, and, if you're Athens, you can only hope Bloom Carroll just goes on to have as good of a season as possible. Maybe goes all the way to states because you can have no shame if you end up losing to the team that ultimately wins states. Well, I tell you what, we, we knew coming in here tonight kind of what we were getting into. Um, you know, again, you know, three consecutive trips to the regional final. Uh, you don't do that if you're not a very solid football program. It's just. Uh, uh, very, very difficult to, to obtain that task. And, again, um, a couple of losses this year, but to a couple pretty darn good football teams. Uh, one of those losses, um, probably a game that they had no business losing. Um, uh, you know, circumstantial, you know, a lot of issues in that game from what we understand, and that's okay. Uh, there's, there's things kind of happened and had a chance to win that game late and, and, and just didn't didn't make the, the last play of the game when they needed to. Um, that being said, yeah, they're still pretty darn good. Um, 
I wish uh, only that Athens early in this game would have been able to do something a little bit more to make them earn some of those early points. Um, I'm not disappointed in the outcome by any stretch. I'm not disappointed in the effort that these kids put out, as you said. Um, really, really enthused with the way that they uh, grew from week one to, to where we finished the season. And as you said, you, you know, knock off your, your three biggest rivals uh, throughout the season. Uh, it's, it's a successful year. Uh, you fell one game short of a, of a league title. Uh, also, you know, not too bad. Uh, the majority of the team returns, as we've said multiple times. So a lot of bright spots coming through for sure. But, um, again, just really would have liked to have seen them make them earn a few of those uh, early scores as they just uh, weren't able to turn a lot of those very short fields into some very easy points and um, make this, stretch this game out very quickly. And, um, but that's why they've played in three consecutive regional finals because they take those opportunities and they, and they excel in those situations. So uh, congratulations to them on moving on and uh, we'll find out a lot about two teams that we know are very good next week because uh, this team will be driving to another familiar foe uh, at the Jackson Ironman next week down in Jackson. Uh, so anybody in our listening area, you, you might want to go spend that 12 bucks online and get your ticket pre-sale That or listen bought. to the uh, radio. Uh, yeah, or if you can't, you can definitely tune in. Or buy your ticket and tune in it's at the stadium. That's right. That's you, a good you, way you, of doing you it, can, too. You can do both. At least you, you, you can hear, hear everything and watch it. Uh, you know, do both. Uh, but that should be a, uh, a really nice game because um, you're going to see two really, really darn good running backs uh, taking, taking battle next week in that one. But back to Athens again. Just proud of, of the season that they put together. Uh, proud of the uh, effort that they put forth throughout the season, the growth that they had uh, getting into week 11. Um, they have a lot to, be, to, to look forward to in the future. Um, before I wrap up and turn it over to you to finish, I want to thank you for two years of awesome football. You're uh, a great broadcaster. You've got a bright future. And uh, I want to thank you for everything you've done for our area and for this football team and uh, the joy and enthusiasm that, that you brought to this uh, team and area. I, I really do appreciate it and everything that, that comes with it. Well, Matt, thank you so much for the opportunity. And I want to thank the whole Bulldog community for the opportunity to get to be the broadcaster for two great football seasons. I'm not done yet. I still got basketball, still got <laughs> baseball. So you'll still be able to hear me on the airways for some Bulldog action. I'm looking forward to each of those. Also some softball as well, too. But, yeah, it's been an honor to get to work alongside you, Matt. I hope I'll be seeing you around for a couple of these other sporting events, whether it's basketball, baseball, or softball. It should be very fun. But I've thoroughly enjoyed my time. My first experience really getting to call football was through this, and that's always going to be the case. So no matter how far I get, I'll always right. remember this is where I started and can't wait to return to the Plains and get to see more Athens action in the future. And you got some great people coming up. Daniel Barnard. 
a guy that's going to be coming up through. He's a very talented broadcaster in his own right. I've seen him grow in many ways, and he's ready to either have this position or at least Athens County Game of the Week, one of those positions here today. But that's all we have for you from Bloom Carroll High School. The Bulldogs, they fall 58-14 to to Bloom Carroll, but a great season for the Bulldogs. Six wins, tripling their win total, a well-earned and a hard-worked season for the Bulldogs. But for Steve Figgle, our board operator, Matt Frazee, our fantastic color commentator for many, many years for Athens High School, my name's Cedric, wishing you one last goodbye. Yes, Cedric Granger, I've got to say the full name there, wishing you one last goodbye on my 22nd birthday. Final score once again, Athens 14, Bloom Carroll 58. Thank you for tuning in to Bulldog Football on 970 WATH. Looks and he spirals it down the left sideline. Harrison grabbed for a score. Touchdown, Marvin Harrison, as he caught it between two defenders on a 30 yard TD pass. This is the voice of the Buckeyes, Paul Keels. It's back on the road Saturday as Ohio State travels to Madison to take on Wisconsin. We'll be on the air with the AEP Energy Buckeye pregame show beginning at 6 p.m. here on the Ohio State Sports Network from Learfield. Robotic technology, minimally invasive procedures custom joint replacement, and 3D imaging. These are advanced surgical procedures available at Holzer. Our game-changing advancements provide quality outcomes, which means you return to living your life sooner. With Mako and Da Vinci Robotics, we are taking surgical care to the next level. Think Holzer first. When I left the military, I was excited for a fresh start, but civilian life has been harder than I thought it would be. Figuring out a new career while also being a good mom, wife, and friend, some days I'm barely keeping my head above water. I finally realized that it's hurting my mental health. To get back to enjoying life again, I needed to get help. Discover how other women veterans like me have learned to thrive after military service by taking care of themselves and their mental health. Visit maketheconnection.net slash womenveterans. This has been Athens Bulldog Playoff Football on WATH. Division 3 Region 11 Playoff Football on the radio was brought to you by State Farm Insurance Agent Shauna Stump, Alter Health Systems, Donato's, Atomic Credit Union, Rocky Outdoor Gear, Rio Grande, Meg Center, Wendy's, Integrated Services, Stop and Cop, and Lockard Insurance. Now, tune in to Pure Rock 105 for football Friday night until midnight to catch up on all of tonight's high school football action.